Man, today a perfect day to listen to Burn After Rolling, bro. <clears throat> I listened to that last week. Yeah. Jesus, that was a good project. Let me cue that up. I was listening to this one nigga, man. Uh, what's this nigga's name, bro? Moises Salu. Nah. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out Moises, man. Is this nigga anti the menace, bro? I had to turn that shit off, man. These little new little rap niggas insane, bro. This nigga was talking about like he wants to kill a deacon. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> man. You live up to his name. Yeah. Damn, I just pulled this. This, this kid looked like he's no older than 13 or 14. <laughs> bro, his shit. He got some hard shit. Like, some of his shit is decent, but I was like, bro, I can't listen to some shit talking about you want to kill a deacon on uh on Sundays, bro. Yeah, that's just no, not the no, right no, day. No, that's, that's disrespect. Yeah. But then I started thinking, like, if I was a rapper, what's that crime app that you um announced, like, what's going on? In the neighborhood, citizens. Citizens. Yeah, if I was a rapper, I would use that to my advantage. Like I would like report an arson and just say like my my mixtape is heating the streets so. <laughs> up. I did not expect you to go that way. Yeah, I guess not. Was. I was actually getting those concerns. I was like, I don't know what you're going with. Here. <laughs> I would definitely do some shit like that. That's good marketing, cause then niggas are like respond and nah, that's that's great marketing right there, bro. Or what if they just like fake reported crimes, but it was just like rap lyrics, yeah, bro? Yeah, like track two, <laughs> that's not bad. Dante gets body. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, man. Rappers get with us, man. We got the marketing plan. Uh, yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. This is the hundred and. 193rd episode no no I'm tweaking 183rd episode I don't know man uh but I want to send a shout out to all the people that ever held me up man and secrets Cersei Canopy Markle Sigma House the Kappa House the Q House Alpha House Iota House Mr. Ricky's wherever you held me up I'm gonna be on in and I know sometimes it take like two or three of you niggas bro Mm mm-hmm hey when you try to hold him up, y'all gotta go back to back. You can't use your arms. You gotta go back to back. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, I'll be trying to do that pur- purposeful uh, fall down. So, I, yo, so you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, I hate niggas for that. Oh, he would always do this. This nigga gonna turn around, look at me, talking about, let me go. <laughs> let me fall. Let me go. <laughs> what? You know oh, what I'm doing? Oh, what? Come on, let me fall. I was like, you know, no, nah, you nasty. <laughs> Shout out to the niggas that know my agenda, bro. <laughs> niggas trying to take this young lady to the floor. Let me fall. Sit. Trying to get a grounded pound. <laughs> Never a grounded pound. <laughs> let me fall. Oh, but shout out to you, niggas. Let bro. me fall. Oh, um, we got my nigga season for the building. You hear that breath? You hear that freshness in my voice? We hear that's energy. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'll be down this morning. Thought I'd be down this morning, but I still I rise. Juice, mm. whatever you want to call it. So you feeling good today, man? I, I take it. You know, I'm feeling better than I. Listen, yesterday was as an expected aggressive drinking day, and I just tried to you know set myself up for success. Mm. So mm. I feel like I achieved what I was shooting. At, uh, you know. Myself out for what was you drinking? Um, first it was just you know the mimosas. I mean, I really a couple shots here and there, a little tequila, tried to keep it with the champagne, though, a little prosecco. Mm. 
Yeah, I feel like we're going to have to file a class action lawsuit when all of us have diabetes from drinking so many mimosas. <laughs> Oh god. For real. <laughs> For real. Don't do that. All of us don't have like, legs and shit. <laughs> I feel like the the scale back from like these past three years, since COVID has really added um a lot of months onto our lives. Man, I seen somebody say uh unpopular opinion, uh the pandemic was actually fun. I was like, nigga, <laughs> what pandemic you lived through? <laughs> uh I mean, was it bad? Uh, Nigga, niggas was dying in the streets daily. If you you take take that part away, though, like everything that came from the pandemic. I mean, uh, after, well, it's different between what came from the pandemic and actually living through the pandemic. Was that fun to you? Wear masks? I don't know. I don't know if I'll call it fun. It was just like something. Well, okay, we got working from home. Yeah, a lot of us got working from home, so that mm-hmm. was kind of a plus. Uh, everything else, it people kind of wear masks, so you people got sick less. That was true. Yeah, that was a plus. Um, I mean, but you, we talking about the aftermath of it, really. I'm talking about living during the pandemic, having to stay home. You couldn't go out to do nothing. You couldn't go to the grocery okay. store. You couldn't do nothing. You talking about the treacherous part? I guess I'm one more so talking like that mid middle part. Yeah, he was talking about the like the actual pandemic. He said, "Unpopular opinion: Looking back, the pandemic was fun as fun as hell. So, like the staying at home, getting on Zoom calls, drinking all day, that type of shit." I, I feel I feel like that part because then during the summer of of the pandemic, I feel like niggas was popping out, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it was like a lot of outdoor shit. It was a lot of. Niggas was still finding a way. I think it was I like those first two months we were kind of like, all right, what are what are we doing? And then when, winter, we had to be a little risky when you were outside, but it was still felt still felt a little risky. Yeah, man, that shit was whack. I remember. <laughs> I'm not lying. That shit was whack, Doug. The wackest part was all the Zoom celebrations and sidewalk dining. Yeah, that's what it, it was. The sidewalk shit. Everything was outside. I wasn't mad yeah. though when like. Everything was more spaced out, like in restaurants or movies. Like mm-hmm. if you tried to go place, like it just wasn't at full capacity. Like you had like actual space. I did like that though. Man, I came up to the city, and we got a section. They wouldn't even let you go to other tables, bro. That shit was whack. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, are you just supposed to communicate with niggas in your section, bro? Hey, man. But also getting a section in the panties, crazy. So you y'all kind of know that's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's true. What you mean we can't go section to section? <laughs> yeah, but we got my nigga Don in the building, man. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy Donny. I'm not as rested, but I'm I'm ready to pod. I, you, I don't got the C's rest. Was you uh in the same places? No, I wasn't. No. I could I couldn't make it to to that brunch. So it was a pretty chill weekend, man. Um, have y'all ever watched the uh Sopranos? No, I no. need to though. It's good, man. I'm, I heard they were yeah. racist. They're just calling niggas niggas. No, no, no. That and that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's a really good show, but the racism is throwing me <laughs> off. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. And it's and it's like it's not that type of racism where like it comes back full circle and niggas address it. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, let's throw this racism <laughs> out and we're gonna keep it pushing. You fucking moly. <laughs> like, hold on, bro. <laughs> But it's a really good show. It's just uh, it's 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 hard because I can't like nobody on here. 
What made you what made you uh watch it? Uh I was looking for a show to watch on the plane because it was so many hours. And I was just like, I've never watched this. I might as well start it. And it's 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 pretty good. I'm on season three. I got like <laughs> three more seasons left, two, something like that. Yeah. I always oh. have been hesitant about starting it because I know the ending. Uh mm-hmm. but I keep seeing people compare it to The Wire and Breaking Bad and those type of tier shows, Game of Thrones. So um, I definitely want to start it at some point. I feel like I need it to complete my TV knowledge. Yeah, I, I feel like Tony Soprano is probably one of the greatest characters. All, like already, I'm like, damn, this is I, I fuck with him, even though he's racist as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fuck with this dude. Yeah, I feel you. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say to, to to take it back to Donald's point about the brunch. Um, man, I, I I thought there was at one point I was pretty much certain there was gonna be no brunch. What do you mean? <laughs> like we we were we get there we got seated a little late. Oh man! And <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that deep breath got me. <laughs> it gets they got a DJ in there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, nigga was like, "Yo, I hope DJ play that Rich Flex." <laughs> Y'all just came in there with that intent. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Y'all collectively came together like, man. Nah, nah DJ <laughs> a singular person. Oh, okay, came was like, "I hope DJ play that Rich Flex." Twenty minutes go by, a couple more drinks. DJ still ain't played Rich Flex, huh? <laughs> so, so somebody goes to the DJ booth. Hey, you know it's my man. You see, you know it's their birthday. You know, can you can you play that? Come back. Yeah, the owner said they don't want him uh, playing any more ratchet music. So he can't he can't play Rich Flex. Damn. Mm. That's when the tension starts. Oh no, <laughs> niggas, oh, rich niggas, niggas was not satisfied rich with being told he can't play no more ratchet music by the owner. At, at some point, there were waves of niggas going to the DJ booth, and there was an argument from across the room between the DJ and our table. Okay, what? <laughs> How y'all gonna press over this nigga? He didn't. He didn't come up with the, the what's the name? The standard. Uh, this thing. Oh. This, at one point, the DJ was like, "Come say it to my face." <laughs> the building is not that big. <laughs> Wait, where's this at? Duplex. Damn! Oh, yo, that place is. They play good music in there, though. They wasn't playing Rich Flex, and that's the problem. <laughs> they wasn't playing Rich Flex. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is. Oh, that's hilarious. Y'all get kicked uh, out? I'm, I'm, no. Luckily, we we they let us stay. So shockingly, <laughs> but I was almost certain they were going they were going to kick us out. Mm. They were doing. They were saying shit like, "Yo, can y'all just like." Sit down so you don't block the house. Like I can stand. It was like, oh, okay, no. yeah, we going home. Oh, oh yeah, it's one of those. Okay. <laughs> we we going home. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a really decent spot, though, man. Like as as far as <laughs> music goes for brunch, because I don't know if, if there's really, I can't think of any other spots that have good music for brunch like it used to be. Yeah, that's when you start getting your doubles. When you start getting, you stay in attention, start growing, start ordering doubles because I know it's about to be a short night. <laughs> Let me 
get a triple. Y'all do triples? <laughs> you know what? It's, it, got, it got crazy. It got point. I was just sitting there. It's like, you're not going to say nothing? I was like, what you want me to do? Hell no. <laughs> what the fuck you want me to do? Rich Flex don't hit that hard. <laughs> hey, hey, DJ. I tried to get you do something for me. DJ Booth uh, on, on some peacemaker shit. I was like, listen, man. My, sorry about all that. It, it ain't even that serious. She's like, it's not. I was like, no, nah, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? We just going to chill out. Then I look up. He was like, what? And the, the yelling back and forth, I was like, I'm just going to sit down. Oh, no. They about to gun on your ass, bro. <laughs> Get kicked up the goddamn but, but, you know, but, you know, but that's important, though. Like, every you know you got to have, like, the one person who plays, like, the peacemaker role. Whenever yeah, there's, so. like, tension when you out, just yeah. to, like, make sure, like, y'all don't get kicked out for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if, even if it's, like, they don't really mean it, you still got to, you still got it's like good cop, bad cop. No, that's mm-hmm. real. That's real. No, no. Yeah, you need to do that. But, you know what I'm saying? Y'all wilding out a little bit. They might look past it as opposed to... Because the last thing you want to do, I don't want to get kicked out of no brush. Hell no. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to have to watch it back in Logan Square and shit. It was like 20 <laughs> Like, imagine... But, like, it would have been, a, like, significant, like, everybody just gets up and leaves at once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't... That's not good. That would have looked nasty. Like, damn, look, look at them niggas. <laughs> Hey man, y'all made it through, man. That's all that matters, yeah. man. But how was everything else yesterday? Everything was cool. Shout out to my nigga Nick, man. Happy birthday, dog. Yeah. Man, everything else, flag. everything else was solid. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. The rest of the day was solid though. It was it was decent. Nah, okay, okay, okay. Uh Donnie, you said you had a chill weekend? Yeah, man. Didn't do much, man. Chilling. Okay. Yeah, I had about the same man. Yesterday I went to a nineties party, sober. You can imagine how that was. Uh, what did you wear? Uh, I have a uh, Detroit Pistons bad boy shirt, um, but I wasn't fully on theme. Like my nigga went all out. He had like the Jerry curl and all that shit. But I this was a last minute <laughs> thing for me, so I just stood on the bad boys Pistons shirt and l- let that rock. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Shout out to whoever birthday it was. Um. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. <laughs> One more week of this. Uh, well, what's the name? Dry J. Damn. Yeah, man. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? I feel good, bro. Like, when niggas really, like, I wouldn't say downplay, but I say all the time to myself that all I need to do is fucking exercise, slow, like, slow down on drinking and get in a routine, and I'll have, like, I feel good. And for some reason, I never do that. <laughs> but when I do it, it it never fails, and I feel good doing it. So uh, I just need to stay consistent and continue doing it. So, mm. but I feel, yeah. I feel straight, bro. You still uh, you still leaving at just January? You doing three months? No, nah, I think I'm gonna do more. Um, like I, I'm not really pressed to drink. Like yesterday, I could have drunk if I want to, but it was just like, bro, I don't feel like feeling sick. I don't feel like waking up feeling shitty. So see your your reason to not drink is is different than I think most people. Yeah, no, that's real. Yeah, I think I think it's good that I got to the point where like that I just feel kind of tired of drinking because <laughs> that that's what that is what might make me stop drinking for real. So when you say stop drinking for real, what do you mean? At, like at all? No, I think I'll pick up a drink every now and then, but legit, like I, I, I come to the pot and I was telling y'all, like every time I drunk, like when I got home, I would throw up, bro. And right. like that shit just got tiring as fuck, bro. Like 
you just know what's coming afterwards. Like you gonna come on, you gonna throw up. Uh, even if you know you grab some food or whatever, you gonna throw that up. And it's just like, why am I drinking, bro? I continue just doing this for for nothing. And yeah. then I felt like I wasn't getting like for real for real drunk. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. Bro. I can't get drunk no more, man. Hey man, <laughs> wanna hate when I say that shit? <laughs> I thought you could get drunk. <laughs> That nigga hate when I say that shit. Man, nah, that dude sound like alcoholic though. I can't get drunk no more. Hey man, you was just drunk. <laughs> you just drunk two weeks ago. Yeah, but no, nah, it's 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 going well, bro. I can't complain. I'm in a really really good space. Um, I would fucking recommend it to anybody, bro. That's looking to just clear their shit for a little minute. Uh, but yeah, slow, you're, 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 no, like you were saying, slowing down on drinking is it's enjoyable. I, yeah. I don't drink damn near as much as I used to, and I kind of like that better. Yeah, and I, like I said, I'm if we have a big event like Memorial Day weekend, probably gonna be drinking, you know, like shit like that. Uh, but because I ain't gonna say it's not benefits, like if you're out at a party or some shit and you, you like you take it. You drinking for real, like you have fun, but like I said, I just have I haven't been having fun drinking, and there's consequences me being sick and shit like that. So I'm like, fuck it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, man, all, everything all good with y'all. Any any stories y'all got to tell from this week, man? Anything crazy happened? Mm. Damn, I'm trying to think. Out some weird shit be happening. No, I don't think nothing crazy happened this week. Not for me. Everybody was cool. I nobody tried to scam me this week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I've been watching the videos all week because of that shit, bro. <laughs> Yo, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, but yeah, man. Um shit, let's get into the stories, bro. I guess let's start uh, okay. with the the uh Aerie story. Cause I got some shit Ooh. to say. Airy. Uh, I don't know if we announced it on the pod, but Ed Reed was hired mm. um at Bethune Cookman, the HBCU for as the head football coach. Um, this is one of the hires after the Dion situation that um was like a high profile NFL player going to HBCU, you know, in, in that trend and hoping to revive the uh HBCU athletic programs. Um. A video came out early in the week of him yelling about them not picking up the trash within like the was it like the athletic facilities and like the fields and stuff like that. It's Mike, um, do, do, do you know if it that was exactly what it was? I know it was like on the on the ground, but I don't know if it was like the field or just outside. Um. So I watched some of his follow-up video after, and I think he was speaking on a little bit more. Um, he was saying the university wasn't, uh, I guess, coming through on things that they promised, which I think they needed somewhere to potentially practice, I guess. And mm-hmm. part of what he was doing was they had to pick up their own trash to find room to practice. Okay. So the video came out. He was yelling, using expletives. Um, saying it's fucking trash everywhere. I got my football team walking around picking up trash. Uh, you see that building right there? It was nothing. It was filled with nothing but trash. And, you know, cursing and you know being angry about the shit that he was doing. 
So fast forward to yesterday or the day before this weekend. Um, the university didn't ratify his contract, therefore he won't be become the the new head coach of the university. What do y'all feel about this situation? I mean, I think it's it kind of makes sense, I guess. I mean, if you, I guess if you're expecting. If you kind of already expect the resources to be low and when you get there, things aren't kind of as you expect, it will provide some, it would bring some frustration. Now, I don't think we'd necessarily see it go this far, but his frustrations, I guess, make sense. No. I guess just wouldn't think he would do it, curse people out and do it to the point where they just decided to fully move on. Okay. Um, I didn't hear about any of this, so I'm going to ask uh, some follow-up questions. Mm. Uh, so, was he hired as the head coach, or he was hired as a, a, another coach? He was hired as a head or, coach. And when was this? Uh, maybe a month, a month ago. ago. Yeah. And they, damn. So, so they was just like, "Yo, nah." After all this, we we don't want you as a head coach. Yeah, so his contract wasn't ratified yet. It was just announced that he was going to become the head coach. Oh. But they still have to ratify the contract. They got to go through all these channels and stuff like that, board of directors and stuff. So they <laughs> didn't ratify his contract after like this video came out. Uh, all right. If I'm on, uh, if I'm the school, I'm. Uh, I might have to do that. I might have to do that because because you, you you making us look bad and it's early like you ain't even give us a couple months like you could you know chill. I understand I guess it was a big thing like you know the trash everywhere I I understand that frustration but I feel like you could come to us you know you could let us know we can keep this in house and we can work with you in some type of way but when you kind of throwing the school under the bus it's like. All right, come on, man. You don't have to do all that. And you only been, you just got hired. And you're not even there officially for real. That, that's how I look at it. It's, it's. I think it's a little too early to be airing out the place that just hired you. When, Is this you just the way, so you're saying he should have been more considerate to the school? I feel like he should have handled this more in-house if you just getting hired. If if you see an issue with it, you know, go, you know, handle it in the school. And then if if they're not doing anything after, you know, further down the line, after a couple months, all right, I can understand that. Or at least when the, the season starts, you know what I'm saying? But I think just to put it out publicly this early, I don't know if that was a good look. Do you? All right. So, how do you guys? You do you guys feel this was a good thing in any capacity? What he did or was trying to do? Um, and my my thing is, um, I mean, y'all know how I feel about the Dion situation. Ed Reed cited the Dion situation when he was fired. He did like an IG live, talking, uh, like kind of not doing a resignation, but telling why he wasn't going on as head coach, um. I, in this situation, I feel like he was in the right. He just did it the wrong way, but that doesn't take away from what he was trying to do. 
I think mm-hmm. it, it, it it's always weird to me when we we got this like drawback from people setting standards, bro. It was like Coach Carter, like how that nigga wanted them to just get like what was it D's or something like that? Yeah, like like fucking community was like all up in arms, like he just wanted them to get all A's. (laughs) Like, bro, he he wants to set a standard, bro. Like, and I keep seeing like them saying, well, uh, I wonder if your non-existent office at the University of Miami is clean enough for you. And it's just like, it doesn't always have to be this is our second choice. Why can't it just be we tried to help out the people that look like us? Mm-hmm. They now it's, they trying to make it look like oh Miami won't ever take you, so you had to come to Bethune Cookman. And even if that's right, even if that's the situation, what Ed Reed is the greatest safety to ever play the game. To some argue, some people gonna argue, but most people will say Ed Reed is the greatest safety ever to play the game. If you wanted to really help these kids. Firing him, in my in my opinion, is not the right is not the right move. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and he's made it clear like this isn't really. I guess from he has the same mindset and the same approach as Dion, I believe, where this isn't just this is bigger than football. I guess you could say, mm-hmm. like this is just about having a position to um, help lead and educate and inspire and and shape and mold um young men um i guess like kind of what you're saying he's not he he wasn't wrong because he's just trying to be an advocate to make sure that his players the athletes can have the best resources that they probably deserve and are better put in the best situations and as a coach overall i think that's exactly what you want somebody to stand for especially when if you're a parent, they're taking care of your child, but you can just see how passionate they are about, you know, have have them having the best resources, I guess. I feel like that's something that should be somewhat applauded to some extent. Yeah, and just because you, going kind of back to the University of Miami thing, just because he doesn't get hired at University of Miami doesn't mean we should come to an HBCU and accept garbage. The standard has to be somebody has to set a standard, bro. I, like we I think I agree. And I like the way Dona put that argument out because I see it from a different side now Um, on like you while in a little early, like let get in there and kind of like he could have went about it a different way. But I think the main point is setting a standard. We shouldn't have to come and accept garbage just because of you at HBCU. We should run the exact same way that these PWIs and stuff like that run because you are capable of doing that at the bare minimum. It doesn't take a uh, it takes a little bit of budget to do that. But having clean facilities, you don't have to be having billions of dollars to do that. Okay, if he was it sounded like some of these frustrations were from things from the university not holding their word. Is that, if that's the case, should he have, I guess, bit his tongue for their sake longer? I don't know if it's biting. See, and because I, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he went to them first and aired his grievance, grievances with them first, and then he felt, okay, after this long of a time, they're not saying nothing. Let me take it to the public. But I think I, I have no problem with him airing out his issues. 
but I, I feel like doing that publicly is not the right move. Because you can still handle it inside with the people that you need to handle it with, especially if, I mean, I'm not saying every, you know, needed an opportunity, but they they still, you know, they believe in you and they wanted you to come here and, and, and coach these kids. I feel like you could at least handle it inside first before airing it out to the public and, and, and putting it on the national scale. You know, it, it goes both ways. I think, you know, they're in a different position and they're not used to holding that standard and you bringing that to them can help them, you know, go further. But I don't know if it needs to be on a public display. Yeah, And in, in his defense, I think the public response was from comments that were made on the story. So I guess that the comments came out with him saying, like, certain things aren't happening. They're supposed to be happening. And then people... It's a large, it's a, not, I wouldn't say large group of people, but it's a group of people that had their HBCU defenses up, I would say right now. They're saying like all these entitled, quote unquote, black athletes that are coming into these HBCUs and taking advantage of them because, you know, they're giving, the HBCUs are giving them an opportunity. And then they're trying to just increase their profile. But, and so a lot of those people are saying like every was doing just that. Like he's complaining when he's coming into there, he's coming to them for the opportunity instead of, you know, just putting its head down and getting to work. Like they say, I mean, uh, Eddie George is with Tennessee state. Uh, I guess that's like a weird, I guess a, a mentality, I guess to say to have, try to force somebody to have like, just be it's almost like just be happy you're here mm -hmm. and i think we just naturally don't expect that from anybody like where do you how far do you really get if you're just happy to be there yeah exactly yeah i'm yeah i don't agree with that i don't agree with hey just just because i just got hired i need to just take whatever shit comes with it that nah because yeah. so, especially they hire you to change. I yeah. mean, I, I, they, they're not hiring you to keep things the same. They they want to be better. So I'm, I'm definitely going to air out what I feel needs to be changed. Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing that's being missed here. It's just like I'm coming from an NFL background. Like I didn't been in the University of Miami facilities and Baltimore Ravens facility. I haven't been in NFL facilities in, you know, prime uh, – college facilities so i know what it's supposed to look like i know how these programs are supposed to be run and that's not saying it, like the people or anything is inferior but we can agree that these programs and facilities and different things need to be improved or you wouldn't have brought him in there so if you're not gonna let him have that standard then what's the what's what are we doing here and then just go at him when he complains about stuff like, what are we doing here? What What do you want him to do? Just come in there, just act business as usual, win a couple games, and then <laughs> that, that's it? No, things need to change. So, I mean, that's that's all I had to say on that. I saw that, uh, that I guess Shaq was, this is a rumor that Shaq was uh, ready to donate millions for Bethune-Cookman for, like, new facilities, I guess, because of the Q connection. Uh and people saying that he should still do that because if it's about the kids, 
why wouldn't you still donate these millions? And I'm like, I, I understand that. But if to me, if it was about these kids, then you let Airy continue uh continue the culture because that's the best opportunity they're gonna get from somebody that played in the NFL at a very high level. I mean, but also if I'm trying to do something to help support my man, yeah, that's I'm it. gonna go, I'm gonna support my man. It's like you it's really that like I I understand, yes, if you still want to help the kids still donate. But if I'm I was trying to help my man, I'm supporting my man. If he goes somewhere else, I'm gonna make sure my money go over there to support my man. That's yeah. that's a simple thing to follow. Yeah, that's real. That, boy, that Q connection. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking nice. I'm at, man, I'm actually nervous now. I'm actually nervous. Yeah. You gonna be helping out every <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I got y'all. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, my nigga C has got to become a Q if the the Eagles win the ch- <laughs> if the Eagles win the <laughs> championship. Grad chapter. There's, hey, no, there's no way. There's no way they take it. There's no way. That's the bet we have. This there's no way. They take, there's no way they accept me. <laughs> so it's so on the way, man. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I thought that was weird. Uh, but I don't know. We we'll see what happens with Avery. Hopefully, you know, maybe he goes to the staff if he wants to continue coaching. Or I don't know. And it's just I don't know the answer to HBCU athletics at this point. I really don't. Because you see, you seen it with Dion. He had success. He seemed like he improved. He improved on everything. He came out. He was ridiculed and called all types of shit. And shunned. <laughs> Ed Reed came in, said the facilities was trash and was trying to improve different things. He was ousted immediately and called all types of shit and he's out of there. I don't know if other NFL players or legends come in and take take these jobs. No, I think th- I mean if they still want to make an impact, I think they will. I think it's also, it's just the problem with HBCU athletics is just a general HBCU problem. And that's the improper or lack of funding or not getting money from the state that they're owed properly. I think that's an issue Tennessee State has or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not going to go away. Like Jackson State was able to upgrade facilities and do things as well because, uh, you know, Dion was putting his money in. He was taking half of his salary and putting it toward a new stadium or he was using his money to help build new facilities. Like they didn't get that because, you know, the school was just willing and really eager to, I guess, put all that money into it. Like he had to put up some of it on his own and that's put them in in a different position because not every head coach who wants to do the same thing and have the same impact is going to have those same financial resources, NFL legend or not. No, that's that's real. Dion is, is able to leverage a lot of his resources, relationships. Um, yeah, especially with Barstool. Barstool is a big one. I saw with uh, Cormani McLean, who they just picked up to go to Colorado. Um, they said that they're covering most of his nil do. So, Dion, Dion definitely got yeah. it. He, he got the connections, bro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And it just really goes to the, yes, he, that's fixed, but the issue is still there. The, the issues still remain. And it's, it's, it's never really going to go anywhere, I guess, until HBCUs get 
get better funding or get all the money that they're owed or things of that nature. Yeah, no, I, I, and I definitely agree with that, but I think it also needs to be an attitude shift. Um, a slight attitude shift with some people that just because niggas have a standard don't mean that they shouldn't on HBCU. Things just might be bad and it might everything. Yes. The budget is not there and stuff like that, but some things are just basic. Yeah. High schools have clean facilities and they, you know, it's just like some things just have to on a basic level have to improve. And some of these things don't require that much money. It's just respecting the, athletics that you have respecting the teams respecting the kids that put so much time and effort into doing what they do so yeah but also i think that's partially a bigger of a pride thing like the schools who have poor athletic facilities they're aware that they have poor athletic facilities because they also if you work in collegiate athletics you've seen good like good athletic facilities you know what shitty weights look like and what good weights look like Mm. And but to have somebody, I guess, publicly say this is shitty, like somebody with a shitty car can know they have a shitty car, but if somebody calls their car shitty, they're gonna have a problem with it. And that's more pride. Like it's just now I can't let you do that. So I'm gonna get somebody who I feel like is going to respect me more. Yeah, but I I think what I'm saying to my point is just like I have I don't have a shitty car but I have a basic car I have a Honda Civic but you, nobody can tell me I ain't riding a Wraith because I keep that bitch clean and I, I make sure that I'm, <laughs> you know I make sure that bitch smell good so I keep my shit clean and that, that's what I'm saying it's about the respect of the car it don't matter what I'm driving around there it's like how I'll keep mm. it mm. So it's just that basic shit, bro. And that's that's what I mean. And I'm not saying all HBCUs do that. Please don't make me out to be like HBCUs not doing this, not doing that. Because that's not the point here. It's just that if you got people coming in and complaining and trying to set a standard. If he was complaining about like some dumb shit, then I'd be like, all right, cool. I understand y'all grievance versus that. He's complaining about keeping stuff clean or doing. And maybe it's some other stuff, too. But from what I saw, he was complaining about trash being all over the place yeah he had them out there picking up trash like yeah. that's not again that's a kind of yeah, so. um, university standard shit yeah exactly so I don't know uh, Shannon Sharp uh, Lakers played Memphis Grizzlies the other day Shannon was in attendance to support his uh, nephew LeBron James uh, <laughs> come on man <laughs> That's Neff, bro. <laughs> uh, it, I guess, uh, who was it? Dylan Brooks said something to Shannon Sharp, pretty much saying, sit the fuck down. Uh, and then Shannon's like, come say it to my face or something in that manner. And it sparked a, it sparked a little tussle between everybody. Not even tussle. They didn't touch each other, but security had to get involved and they had to separate everybody. Ja's dad jumped up and started defending Ja. And it was a, it was a big mess. You you don't really see shit like this at NBA games. What was y'all thoughts when y'all first saw this? (laughs) I, I didn't think this shit was real. At first, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, this has to be a joke. What what is going on that security has to usher my man standing <laughs> off the court? And it was like random niggas from across the court running up on him too. I'm like, what what is happening over there? I I I feel like 
if he was just a regular fan, this wouldn't be a thing. But I think Stephen Adams running over, I think that kind of escalated the whole thing. Like they could have just been like, "Yo, fuck it." Exactly. And I keep I keep trying to tell people this: like, if Stephen Adams wouldn't have got bucked with Shannon, none of this would have happened. Yeah, like just look. that doesn't happen. A, fan, a, a NBA player doesn't usually run up on a fan that's sitting courtside talking shit. That, yeah. it, you know, it's because he's Shannon that that shit happened. Yeah. Um, uh, I got Shannon's quote. Yeah, but <laughs> no, that was hilarious. <laughs> if you can, please read it in his voice. <laughs> uh, I'm, honestly, I've been looking at it, trying to figure it out. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> they didn't want this smoke, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> They all they all that talking and jockeying. I ain't about that. It started with Dylan Brooks. I said he was too small to guard LeBron. He said, "Fuck me." I said, "Fuck you back." <laughs> he started to come at me, and I said, "You don't want these problems." And then Jock came out of nowhere talking. He definitely he definitely didn't want these problems. <laughs> then the dad came in. Obviously, he didn't want these problems, but I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools fool you now. Yeah. I forgot that key detail, my bad, that Shannon said something to Dylan Brooks first. Shannon, uh, I guess LeBron scored on Dylan Brooks, and Shannon told Dylan Brooks that he was too small and he couldn't guard him. And that's what sparked Dylan Brooks to say. Which is a very valid response from any fan of the basketball game. Exactly. It's it's said all the time. It wasn't like he was like, fuck you, nigga. (laughs) Like, Like, you a bitch or some shit. He said, you're too small. You can't guard LeBron. It's about a thousand people in that crowd saying that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what the big deal was. And like Don said, I think it wouldn't have been a big deal if Steven Adams didn't try to get buck with Shannon. And yeah. I don't know what's to niggas, but I think the niggas think that every mysterious nigga with a beard and tribal tats is is like the <laughs> best fighter ever, bro. Because I've never seen Steven Adams in no tussle that make me think Shannon is scared of Steven Adams. <laughs> they be making it seem like Steven Adams uh, like that nigga though. They be oh. saying like his screens would knock you out, <laughs> give you CTEs. <laughs> but I just don't. It just don't even make sense why he would go over there in the first place. Yeah, and it's halftime. Like, what the fuck? They could just go. I, I don't understand that. Bro, none, of, I, none of that back and forth was war- ever warrants half the team going to address a fan. No, but it's yeah. the Grizzlies. You know how they move. They move a little different. <laughs> then you got Usher getting angry. Yeah, T T didn't want no smoke. Usher. Nigga was getting held back by like the shortest nigga in the fucking crowd. <laughs> he didn't want none of that smoke, bro. People, people think Shannon's soft, bro. Go up on Shannon if you want to. That nigga grew up eating possums and shit, bro. <laughs> That's fact. And there's no way, even even right now, that I would bet money that Dylan Brooker would beat up Shannon Shaw. Hell no, nah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. <laughs> Shannon got an FOI haircut, bro. He'll put the, he'll whoop the brakes off the nigga Dylan Brooks, bro. <laughs> Dylan oh, Brooks is just uh, what is Dylan Brooks? Uh, Dylan Brooks a loser? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why do you call him a loser? I don't know if I want to go that far. Like you know, it's just some people. It's like they they might not actually be a loser, but they just like have loser tendencies. They think too much of themselves. <laughs> Mm. What else did he do? I feel like he, there was some other shit, but I can't remember. I mean, it's just his, his persona. Like Dylan Brooks leads the NBA in text. He's one of them niggas. Oh, he hoop, he hoop, he hoop funny. 
Um, he did he do? Did he get into some shit with Clay? Yeah. I think that's what I'm remembering. He got into some shit with Clay. Uh, he said he locked up Brian last game, talking about LeBron don't want to go to the left. Who the fuck do you think you are, nigga? Oh, yeah, fan. Nah, you just, stop talking. See, see and it's you're a loser because he tried to call him a pedestrian. Who would he call a, p- a pedestrian? He called a uh, Shannon Sharp. Oh. Because yeah. they asked him if he thought it was appropriate to have a back and forth. He said a regular pedestrian like him? No. He shouldn't have come back in the game, but it's L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I just don't like because our opinion, it seems to be kind of in the same realm, but it's people with different opinions. Like I saw Bill Simmons say, is uh, it's there Shannon Sharp president now precedent now for courtside behavior at NBA games. Can any sports TV personality instigate an in-game altercation with the opposing team and stay for the rest of the game? Like, can Kornheiser do this at a Wizards game? Can't wait for the NBA's ruling. And it's just like, bro, to me, Shannon didn't do anything crazy until, like, niggas started to try to press him, which is unprecedented. Like, you ain't never seen nobody try to press nobody like this. Or the whole team come over and think they about to whoop your ass. What you think? What am I supposed to do? If if it went how he said it, like, it actually went that way, there's no reason to get upset over you're too small. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just one of those things. Like you're saying, it he didn't do anything outrageous or egregious until they approached him on the sideline. Saying you too small is just regular basketball shit. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I can't wait for undisputed <laughs> and to hear Skip uh, hum his way through Shannon's monologue. <laughs> I swear, mm. somebody <laughs> tweeted it was like a. <laughs> I skip go say, uh, is it my turn? And then he gonna sigh and be like, <laughs> I thought, uh, sharp. yeah. When I turned on my TV and Ernestine said, "Skip, get over here," you won't know. You won't know who's on TV. I was floored. Did LeBron come save you? I said, I thought Josh's dad was going to tee off on you. <laughs> That's some real shit. That you, you, I thought, I thought you were going to find out why they called him T. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, uh, I was dying, but it was funny, man. I, I just don't like all the, cause I think the, the reason why people were getting at Shannon, because they know how much Shannon likes Brian. So they thought he was just being a, you know, a jock rider. And just doing too much for Bron, which is I don't think the case. I think that if any man says "fuck you," sit down, I'm gonna have some words back for him. Now, if you escalate that situation and come over to me, that's on you. That ain't on me. I didn't walk onto the court to come whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. So, I mean, why am I getting kicked out for him saying "fuck me," sit down, and? What did I what did I do after that? So I think that's why they let him stay, and I don't think Bron gonna let him kick him out. So I mean Bron pretty much controls what's what's going on there. Besides the fucking roster, but that's another fucking story. Uh but yeah, that, that was an interesting thing that happened this week. Um what else happened this week, man? Um this isn't necessarily good news. No, I know. So I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, I know what this is about. Um, 
there was somebody who I saw a video. It might have been on TikTok or something of somebody who found five thousand dollars in their McDonald's bag. Oh no, that was different. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and they that. and they returned it. Yeah, and they got free McDonald's for a month. And two hundred dollars and a two hundred dollar gift card or something like that, or two hundred dollars some. But if y'all have five, if y'all went to what through whatever drive through and you saw their cash deposit bag was in your bag, are you returning it? Like, are you really returning? I, I, I thought about that. I, 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 I thought because it's tricky. I feel like if I left something in the back of my mind, will be thinking, do these niggas got a photograph of my license plate or something? Are they going to like rewind the tape and, and figure out it's me? So I can kind of see how some people will return it. Like you wouldn't return it out the kindness of your heart. You would return that out of fear. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm for sure not trying to be the good guy here. If mm. there was a way I could finesse it and keep that money, I would think of every single way. Every single way. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to get arrested, so I'd probably, I'd probably turn around and bring that shit back. Yeah, time. it's the same. It's not because I want to. It's just because I know they have a video of my car, and so yeah, I, I bring it back. Get whatever they're gonna give me. I realized I would give it back, but I wouldn't give them everything back. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know they're gonna have to count that again, right? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, hold on, nigga. Listen, and now they got you, your face. <laughs> would you would you rather be short fifteen hundred or would you rather be short the five? I mean, that's a they real question. Be, yeah, they might let you go. They might be I like, mean, because hey. by the time if I just return it and like I don't give them my name, I can just take that fifteen hundred and be gone. Like I don't I never have to go to McDonald's again. They're different McDonald's. Yeah. Like, I, and they probably wouldn't count it right there. So I would just like lump it all together so it all looked like it's there. And then she's like, oh, I skimmed a little off the top. Hey, Did they give dude like two hundred dollars or something like that? Yeah. Two hundred dollars uh, and uh free McDonald's. Seeing is, in the video, they didn't even seem like they knew what's going. Yeah, they, they said niggas was crying and shit when, when we brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, honestly, you fucking around, still get fired. Have y'all seen that doc on Netflix with that dude who was calling like fast food places, getting people to strip? Okay. I started that. <laughs> what? I, didn't, I, I started the first. I started that and I didn't finish it. But it seemed weird. I, I you you went past the first episode. No, I just I just watched the first episode. There, okay. there was this there's this dude. He was like calling uh, different fast food places, and he'll be like, he'll he'll give them a description of somebody who actually works there, and he'll be like, hey, um, they got accused of stealing, uh, stealing a wallet or stealing a purse. I'm gonna need you to take them to the back and and have them you know take off their clothes so we can see if they. Have oh, it on. Okay, I've heard of this story. I I didn't watch the documentary though. Yeah, bro, Honestly, it was this, a sick shit. And this person just—I know this person just happened to find the right one, like on the phone that day. Because they, I, I started to make the McDonald's one, and that one just didn't really make sense. What's that uh, conversation just, like? So he, he called and he said that somebody got their wallet stolen. He just gave like a general description, like small, petite, blonde hair. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have somebody who <laughs> who looks like that. And so they called him back into the office. He was like, well, we can come down there, but we're kind of short staff right now. Would you mind doing like a strip shirts for them? 
like it, so they basically had this 18 year old like take off all the clothes to show that she didn't take some money then they left and then they had the um the woman with the manager was a woman and she was like well i have like work to do like I need to like get back out there. And she's like, okay, do you have a man in your life that you can trust that you can have come watch her? So like she called her fiance and he like sat in the room with her. Like they gave her an apron, but then he was on the phone. Like, yeah, we need her to do jumping jacks and high knees. Imagine getting yeah. that call from your fiance. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> and then I feel like at some point somebody should be like, yo, this don't even, this don't make sense. Bro, they they had dude had uh, the fiance smacking her ass with with her uh, <laughs> with her bent over him. No lie, yo, he was what? <laughs> he was doing it. Yeah, because they they was like, we want to see her. Can you make her jump so we can see if she smuggled anything? It was like y'all are thinking of a wallet. Like she's not shoving a whole wallet in her ass. <laughs> I'm like, what dude is doing? This? I feel like dude knew, like at the beginning, yeah, that the yeah. shit was fake. He was just going along. <laughs> no, R- real shit. Nah. I haven't, I haven't finished the episodes, but something tells me that nigga was in on it. <laughs> see, I got, see, I got like at that point, I was like confused because I'm like, at some point, like even as a six year old, like as a sixty year old, you, because that was an old, older dude. Yeah, like you shouldn't really be feeling comfortable like watching this eighteen-year-old jump around in front of you all naked. Like it, it shouldn't feel predatory. Yeah, it, like at that point, that should be a red flag for you. <laughs> and the red flag should be somebody wants <laughs> you to come into your your fiance's job to do oh, anything. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Y'all not paying me. I'm not coming into that motherfucker. <laughs> Can you come sit and just watch her? <laughs> Yo, that shit was sick, man. Damn, she looked like a hostage. Oh yeah, it was, no, because yeah, then they took her clothes and her phone and like put it in her car. It was weird. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> they took all her clothes, put it in her car, so she's still naked in this McDonald's with nothing. I'm like, nah, this shit is absurd. Yeah, y'all, y'all not gonna have some girl, eighteen year old, naked with an apron while y'all just seasoning its fries in the front and flipping, <laughs> flipping burgers. <laughs> Bro, there's some sick Bruh. people in this world, bro. Oh yeah, but now nah, Netflix been coming with the shit. Like, well, just in general, movies, man. It's been some decent documentaries and shit coming out. Like uh, the one about the Hatchet Wood and uh, Hitchhiker. That shit was decent. <laughs> yeah, I watched Bruh, that. Shit. I was, no, no. Yeah, I watched that. I, I was so I, man. First of all, I never heard of this nigga. Nah, neither. did I just miss this? <laughs> I feel like it's two Americas because I didn't know anything about this nigga, bro. <laughs> Honestly, but, I felt the same. Yeah, I was but, asking. I actually was tweeting. I was like, I don't, I've never heard of this. And like, they were popping up tweets. They had memes and songs. I was like, what smash, the fuck is smash, that? smash. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I do the fuck? Remember any of that? Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of what white people get, though. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Everything about him just seemed iffy. Like we were applauding a nigga coming up and hitting a nigga with a hatchet. Yeah, like that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What kind of life were we living at that point? What was that like? Two thousand what six? Thirteen. Oh, it was yeah, thirteen. It was late. Later. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, he was hitting people with the hatchet and what else? He was. They just thought he was cool because he would sing a, on a ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> like man, this thing, y'all just take all y'all, fam. They tried to give him a TV show. Yeah, like fam, you gonna give this crazy motherfucker? <laughs> and that's what I meant by like I don't like hanging with niggas that make me feel weird. 
that's that's exactly the type of nigga that I would not hang around because you just don't know what that nigga gonna be on, bro. Mm-hmm. Man, when they said they they sent them out to go get him, the way they said he was binge drinking was. <laughs> Was he fucking nuts. <laughs> he said he took a bottle of Jack to the head. He was, uh, then the woman was like, he didn't take it regular. He was drinking like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said drinking like a lunatic is crazy. <laughs> and honestly, they all because what there was another dude who was there too. Yeah, he. They all seemed like they had like saw something traumatizing <laughs> when they described him facing this bottle of Jack. <laughs> Like I done seen some drinkers, but he was drinking. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's drinking like a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that shit was crazy. That uh, oh, I don't know if y'all shit. seen the art of giving, not giving a fuck. Have you ever read that book? No, I've seen it on Amazon a lot though. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. Yeah, they got a movie, a documentary movie that came out. I watched it. It was it was really good, bro. I feel like y'all should watch that shit, bro. Like, Did you learn how to not give a fuck? No, no, it really and like the title will make you think it it means that, but it's really the opposite. It's just giving a fuck about the right things. Like mm. it's so much shit we give a fuck about. Like prime example, he talks about the one of the people that got kicked out of Metallica. He went on to be in like uh some heavy metal group that was like one of the biggest of all time, but they never um eclipsed Metallica. But he used that as fuel to kind of try to make himself bigger than Metallica. And he sold millions of records, sold out all across the country. But he never was bigger than Metallica. And that was always on his brain. And he used that as like a metaphor of like you doing all this good shit and you still focused on uh, something else. Mm-hmm. So you can't enjoy you selling millions of records, having great songs and doing all this shit. It's bro, it's it's really good. It gives you like a different perspective and shit like that. I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, okay, so to kind of go off that, do do you think we need that sometimes? So, what's that? Like, on that unhealth, in a I guess in a, almost in an unhealthy way, focus on something to keep you motivated. Even I, though you're past it or have it exceeded whatever, you should be uh, satisfied by your accomplishment. I do think some people need it. I'm one of those people that need like somebody telling me I can't do something for me to be fully motivated. What? Mm. No, I you, I understand it because you you need you need that spite sometimes. Yeah. Spite because because spite is very powerful. If if you have it in you. It can motivate you to do things you probably wouldn't do without it, but you just got to make sure that spite is not the main uh, driver in what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. then you're not really doing it for yourself. You're just doing it to because of other people. And then when you accomplish it, it's like, damn, I don't, I don't even, I don't even really want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just doing it to prove other people. Do you have, like work spite is a real thing, right? Would you say? Would you agree? What do you mean work spite? Um, like you have to use that when you're trying to like find a job or a new job, right? Like with with because when it comes to getting interviews or just applications, like after, I think that's the only way to push through it, right? Is to use it as spite, use the spite of the you know we're we're good on somebody else's emails or not getting selected. 
to keep pushing you through the process. Yeah, I mean that could be a form of it. Um, I think of it more in in a a turn of like somebody say somebody trying to lose some weight. They they take the spite of people joking on them or something like that, and use that as fuel to get back and in in your head for some reason get back at them for making the jokes and be like jokes on you like I look like this now shit like that. Or you, you try to get with somebody they say you couldn't you couldn't have or get a job that, that people said you the the whole rapper my teacher told me I never be shit but look at her like I got all this money and she working a low wage job and shit like that that type of shit and I feel like certain people need that motivation uh, real or not to push them they say Michael Jordan did the same thing he'll come up with fake beefs and different little spites in order to push him to to be better. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know sometimes I think that works uh, in this case though he's saying like it, it could be harmful because like look at this guy like he he may or may not be miserable about him being initially kicked out of Metallica but he went on to be very successful in his own right but he just can't enjoy it because he's so fixated on them spiting him in the beginning so it's good, bro. Like I said, I would definitely recommend it. I would not recommend House Party. That shit was that. You watch it? I went he to went a movie to go see that. Yeah, I, I was about to say, because uh, I want to see it. I, I want to stream. I don't know if I want to go to the movies, but it was that bad? It wasn't that bad. If I if I watched it at home, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be too upset. But it's online now. Um, You, it, you can find it online. Um, But it, it wasn't good, bro. Not to go to the movies to go see it. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I feel, and I, I think the main thing I was mad at is it had so much potential. Like the people that had in it, and the like the cameos. Yeah, bro. It, Drewski. Bro, it had so many. That one nigga uh, that plays in Black AF, he's a fucking star, bro. He's hilarious. The one Ooh. nigga that played like the little cousin. Oh, I think I know he's of. Uh, he was in the episode when they all came over for dinner in Black AF, King Bears. Uh, he was like his like nephew or some shit. Y'all know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. He talking that heavy California accent. Damn, I can't think of Was he on some? What else was he on? Yeah. I can't think of what else he was on. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He real light skinned. He got a mustache. Okay, fam. You can't say he light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to explain. But anyway, he was fucking hilarious in it. He was probably one of the highlights in it. Uh, you know, but it it's watchable. Let me say that. So let me not say oh, it was horrible. But I was mad that I paid to go see that movie. Okay. So, but all right, it is what it is, man. Uh, let's let's move on. We we need definitely to touch some more stories. What do y'all feel about Twenty One Savage uh, being on Clubhouse, uh, saying thirty niggas got killed and nothing happened to him? I ain't gonna let us. It's just twenty one savage business. Yeah, I listen. I I don't have an issue with it. If well, you shouldn't be on Clubhouse. I don't. I don't know. No, no, no no nigga talking like that needs to be on Clubhouse. Period. Uh, Him and Whack might be the ones keeping Clubhouse functioning. (laughs) That's the only time you hear about Clubhouse shit. 
Yeah, and I don't like that for 21. And I don't like that because I feel like just recently he was talking about how niggas need to put the guns down exactly. and all that shit. <laughs> you, like, you can't really be... like. Pick a side. You don't have to be saying that. If if you if you really don't believe in if you really believe in what you talking on Clubhouse, don't, just don't say the extra shit. We don't need uh, gun advocates from niggas talking like that. I, it's fine. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Just just chill out on that. That's but, my main yeah, thing, I, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I just don't like him talking on. I feel like he shouldn't be on Clubhouse. Yeah, I just, who he is. It's just the only thing. Clubhouse is like. You remember when you said asked us what from the early pandemic where we how we felt about it? Clubhouse is one of those things that should have stayed in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Like there was that point where it was like, damn, niggas really trying to get on Clubhouse. But just like the thought now of sitting in like people, you're just arguing into your phone. Like it just doesn't sound enjoyable. It got old very quickly. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the exclusivity or what, but yeah, I think maybe it was more the exclusivity than anything that that made Clubhouse a thing. And then once that was over, it was just like these niggas just arguing into a phone saying one mic a million times. Like <laughs> one mic. One mic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people still out here spanking shit, then that's. Bro, that's not. I was like, all right, twenty one. That nigga's like, oh, we up in we up in Chicago spanking shit, and I'm like, bro, okay, that's your business, but don't expect me to say free twenty one if you get arrested for that shit. Because mm-hmm. you you're admitting to niggas you know killing motherfuckers in another city. It's not smart. <laughs> And it, I don't know, man. It judge how I look at you that you got these random ass niggas in clubhouse getting you worked up like this. Like, what's what's the point? What's the point of proving yourself to some niggas in a chat room? Like, get your ass off that shit and just that makes me believe you really ain't. I, actually, I don't. I don't want twenty one no, coming. No, up, so no, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a relax. Honestly, no. Honestly, I think that's backwards. What do you mean? I feel like if that makes it more so likely that you know. He really out his spanking shit. Yeah. But but I feel like if you was and I'm just using well I'm using a civilian brain. If I was out here really doing some fucked up shit that no one needs to be knowing about, the last place I would be telling that shit is to a group of strangers online. Yeah, but also you wouldn't let people play with your play with your name like that. Like I feel like you, it's two different. It's two different, two different brands. Like I feel like if you, it's it's something where, uh, I don't, how what's the best way to put? It? I don't want to say it's like street niggas put more respect on their name, but to some extent, that's kind of what it is because your reputation is usually which all that you got. So you can't let you can't let somebody like fuck with your reputation. Like think about how many arguments occur just from that type of behavior right there. Niggas get upset because people playing with their name or they have to appear as if they aren't whatever it is somebody else is saying. It's all—it's not because they think they are, but it's like you have to continue to maintain, I don't want to call it a front, but you have to seem treacherous at all times. Yeah, or people will take advantage of you. Or, even, or they may even, you don't want to give people the comfort of thinking that you can be tried. 
Yeah, I understand that. Mm. I just want niggas to start moving smarter, bro. Like it's two examples of niggas moving dumb as fuck this week. Uh, Thug had his nigga try to pass him a perk in jail. I mean, in a uh, court. And I'm like, nigga, you you know everybody can see you, right? <laughs> like he walking up to Thug, and the police was right behind him walking. <laughs> like, what is this nigga doing? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what that was about. So I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, do people think Lil TJ get arrested on the way to film his video with uh, Ice Spice? Arrested for gun possession. His lawyer claims it was a legal search. It wasn't uh, Lil TJ's gun. Lil TJ gets bonded out uh, 24 hours later. What is the first thing he does? Dropped a single called Clutching on My Strap. Mm. What are niggas thinking, bro? <laughs> Nigga's trying to capitalize, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, this is the perfect time to drop that one. <laughs> I mean, especially if you feel like you really you can get off. You go. Mm. But that's just how it goes, ain't it? Yeah. For dumb niggas, bro. Like you almost have to do that type of shit to remain to to make the most of the moment. I guess so, man. It's a sick game. It's a sick game, man. Rap game is nasty. That's the same shit Tori was doing. Fuck that name. Like in your mind, it's like this doesn't this doesn't make any sense to do. Why would you do this? And yet they do it. Yeah, that nigga say he having the worst moments of his life right now. Damn, he said that. Yeah, he said he wish he would have testified. <laughs> nigga, no, you I thought he, I thought he got a new lawyer. <laughs> Now I ain't gonna lie, I understand. If y'all gonna put me in jail, at least let me speak my piece. <laughs> let me get my shit off. Yeah, let me tell my side. What? Yeah, oh, I know they got him performing in jail. Probably so. I know they got him performing. Say it. No, you know they thinking of all different types of little flips he can do. <laughs> hey man, you ever consider a no. flip? They can't stand the rain. <laughs> Give it a try. Let me hear a twisted flip. Man, you know you know my favorite song used to be when I was out. Wetter. <laughs> Go ahead, try try to sing that. Yeah. You've seen the girls' part though. <laughs> Yeah, that shit is crazy, man. How do y'all feel about uh, the Passport Bros, bro? Who are the Passport Bros? You know them niggas that uh, go overseas and try to finagle some uh, flour from women? <laughs> Who are these niggas? Hold on. <laughs> Passport Bros? Yeah, you I, never I, heard of Passport Bros before? Nah. It's a, just a group. It's not like the actual... Well, some of them actually go by this label, but it's like the, the label that people give them of uh, the people that go over and try to convince black men and other, other men just in general to come over to overseas because women are more likely to be traditional and to like to cook clean and do that type of thing. And have sex really you know they they want that old school old school feeling i guess Mm. uh but yeah it's a lot of videos that have been coming out most of the ones i've seen have been black dudes just going over there and you know be like oh these women out here they treat you right and stuff like that it's it's very weird uh but 
um, people are equating it to sex tourism, which I can see in a way. But then again, it's a part of me that's saying if those niggas want to go out there and do that, then who am I to say something about it? You feel me? Yeah, I mean, what what women are they talking about? Are they talking about just are, are they just saying, hey, man, the, the women are over here are different. Y'all need to come out and try to talk to these women. Yeah. <laughs> so the video that came out this week was a dude in Brazil. Like he was just going around just talking to random women. Um just like he was asking her like hey um so dudes that you sleep with like do you wait multiple days to do it or you do it on the first night she was like yeah if he's cute i do it on the first night and then like he just smiling into the camera and shit it's it's, (laughs) it's, it's very weird bro i'm not gonna lie it's kind of lame and weird but well like you were saying last time we have when you said we have to bring back shaming yeah, this is the type of behavior that we have to bring back shame for. <laughs> like going overseas and going traveling anywhere, I feel like with the sole intent of finding somebody, a woman who is uh, different from the women that you run into, just from the sense of you need them to be more. Uh, it's it's a it's a miss of a good term. To you yeah, for it, yeah. more mm-hmm. more obedient. You want you're trying to go find the obedient women in different places. Like that's, we you can call that loser behavior. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I wouldn't hesitate to do that. Um, it's just like when niggas run to date white women because they feel like black women don't like them, or vice versa, or when black women say that black men don't give them a fair shake and date only white men. It's the same. It's the same. Behavior. They only want to date a thug. Yeah, yeah, like different shit like that. It's just like the same behavior. It's just overseas. Now the overseas things is adds in a different element because now you're adding in the sex tourism as well. Uh, and it's two sides to it. Some people say like, "Hey, why do y'all care about men that y'all never gonna sleep with? Do like if they go over there and do whatever they're gonna do." And then it's another side of saying, "Hey, they go over there and taking advantage of these women." Um. Because obviously sex tourism is just going to uh, lower income areas and, you know, having sex and taking advantage of the prices and things like that. I think part of it has to do is, and maybe it's not something that people want to say out loud, but those kind of individuals almost seem dangerous. Who? To some extent. Like the, I don't want to call them sex tourists. Um, The passport. But like if you, yeah. Because, like, I guess if you feel like you have to, one, you're saying, I got to go find me a good, obedient woman. Sounds kind of weird, but okay. And then you feel like you got to go to a different country. I mean, because we know sometimes with situations where people use finances to, um, I don't know, enforce some type of power over, mm-hmm. over people. And this is kind of one of those situations where you're, you're basically, that's what you're signing up for. Yeah. You make forty thousand, and, and at forty thousand over there, you could you could be that nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it just almost seems like that you're going. It just seems kind of predatory, I guess. Yeah, Everything I guess, about it. Yeah, I, I can see. I, I can see like. Yeah, I can see. But I also can see. Um, it being. I don't know. I, I can see another side to it of it being a good thing for the women that that's their job. What? What do you mean? Like if if that's their job, 
and I'm I'm not you know shaming sex workers if that's how they make their money. They can take advantage of people that's coming over from the United States as well. No, they can't. No, nah, what do you mean they can't? I saw a video. They can charge what they can charge. Remember those videos I was I was showing y'all with that one dude, the the black dude that went around like different countries and was like in the mm-hmm. hotel room with chicks. He had one video where he was like, in, I think he had to be in like Colombia or some shit. And he said the street walkers out there was taking like Hollister shirts and shit. Just American shit for they were taking sex. Hollister shirts for sex? Yes. Like he was paying Hollister shirts for sex. Because yeah, they can't get those over there. Okay. And you okay. gotta think about it. Like they're the the US dudes, whoever it is who's coming over there, is probably already paying less than they would if they stayed in the US. They're not trying to like actually pay these women. A reasonable amount. They're just trying to pay as little as they can. But also, it's like you get what you ask for, though. If they're if they're asked, like, what stops one of them from just being like, "Hey, give me, uh, I don't know, give me five hundred in our currency instead of Hollister shirts." I think it's just poverty, bro. They they need that. They're all, and they'll they, take also less easier to yeah they can you you can say no and probably find somebody who will well yeah 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 that's pay, will take less somebody else will take less yeah yeah it's like crackheads yeah. they take whatever they can get that is true I mean so, uh, and uh, that that was a that was a horrible uh, I'm not trying to equate other countries people to the crackheads well i'm just comparing the situation like whenever mm. you put somebody in a situation where you need something you, they'll take less than if you was to be out here trying to get a street walker street walkers in the united states i don't even know street what the walkers. price is <laughs> have to be around like 200 i don't know uh, don't you know. Who, who, who knows yeah fifty dollars you can get, probably get one for like 60 in des moines Des Moines. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, but so. yeah, it's all nasty though. Like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can it's see. It's all, that. it's all, it's all kind of nasty. Like you, I'm sorry, but loading, not loading, getting on a plane, knowing that you're trying to go out on like sexual escapades, is kind of crazy. Yeah, no, that's true. Like you just, you can't be. Everybody's trying to go on vacation. You're just trying to go be horny. I don't see. <sighs> <laughs> like if you go over, no, let him, let him, let Dota yeah, get on. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel like there's so. I feel like there's there's nothing wrong with that. If that is the type of trip that you want to be on, I I see the take advantage. I, I I see going to these impoverished countries and taking advantage of their sex workers. I feel like that's you know I can see that's a problem there. But if you if you in your mind you want to go to another country and you want to meet women. And that's your goal. I don't think that's a problem. See, okay, are you saying meet women, or are you saying pay to have sex with women? Yeah, that's completely. It's oh, okay. Uh, I, I would say I would say meet women. Yeah, if you if you want to take a if you go study abroad for three months and you want to meet some local women, perfectly fine. Like that's normal. Okay. All right. All right. So say say uh, somebody was like, "Yo, I just want to go to Dubai." And give me a, a a professional sex worker and have sex with it. 
That's that's my goal. That's a weird goal. Just a it, weird, it is you, a weird nigga. You weird. But what if you wanted it? That was what you wanted to do for your vacation. I don't I'm, see a problem with that. You still a freak. <laughs> yeah, you are a freak. <laughs> like, like, I guess I guess if that's what you want to do, it's perfectly fine. But you a freak. Oh, no, you, you definitely a freak, Nick. But I, don't, I I wouldn't shame them. I wouldn't shame them if that's what they wanted to do. Putting that into the itinerary is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way you can do that. One, you can't do it in a group trip. But if you do it solo, that's even freakier. If one caught you at the bar or some shit and got you up to the room and was like, nah, this is going to be a hundred, and you paid it, mm-hmm. all right, you paid the fee. Hey, it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But you you going out seeking streetwalkers is nuts. All right, maybe not seeking. What what if you what if you found, like, it was, uh, I don't know, you, you found a page and you found somebody that you like. Maybe it's, like, OnlyFans or some shit. And it's nice. It's something real nice, and you got it like that. You okay. All right, all right. So, go so, out you, there? so if you like you out, you just out at a bar, have a conversation with the woman. Then you find out she's maybe a sex worker, and she's like, "Yes, yeah, it's only sixty. It's only forty, like that." No, 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 no. I'm talking about you. Like you found her. You're in the states, and you found her online somehow. So you flew out to go try to finesse. You no, you flew out just to pay her to have sex. Because you found her online. Yeah, and she's bad. She's super bad. She's like she's a uh, I don't know in the top five percent. <laughs> you a freak. You a freak. <laughs> super freak. If you believe she real. What? No, she can still be real. Like she has like a, but she it's gonna cost a lot. Like, say she gives you a price. No, that's too much. Five racks. Because you think about it, you still got to get on the plane. Yeah. You still got to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. Having to go through security to, <laughs> to, get, to get some flowers <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> you riled up for 12 hours. Yeah, that's a, that's a nasty plane ride. Like I was saying, everybody else trying to go see family and you just... Nah, oh, I can't wait. Nigga, sign up for clear. <laughs> so you have nah. to play the line. <laughs> yeah, you Almost a fucking there. freak, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's real. Yeah. I'm not gonna shame him though. If that if that's what you went to, uh, it depends. I think we really do to bring back shame there though. Yeah, no, that's real shit. Uh, in terrible news, and I thought this is what Caesar was talking about earlier. Uh, Krishan appears to be pregnant. Oh, see, that's not even what I'm going to talk about. Um, so. yeah, she, she says she hopes it's tri- twins or triplets. Yeah. Listen, man, uh, hopefully motherhood is the thing that gets her clean. And I don't like people to that think like crazy. that, bro. Because I saw a girl earlier that say that. Like, nine months may be what she needs to get clean and shit like that. Anytime we have to hope that that's what gets her clean, it's not a good it's not a good situation for that baby to come be coming into. It's it's unfortunate that it I seems mean, you like you have to remain optimistic, right? My bad. Though. No, now you go. Yeah, I think you have to be optimistic. Like that's the level of optimism, right? <sighs> she tweeted, "She's only having this child because she's tired of aborting." I am praying yeah. every day for this this child. Okay, all right, okay. You're talking about the. Are we gonna say 
you want to talk about her or you want to talk about the kid? I feel like those are two different conversations. With her, it, I, I have a list of niggas that I'm, I'm ready to disappear off the internet. Uh, Big Groove um, oh, is on that God. list. Who's Big Groove? The Groove and Gorilla. The, the Jigaboo. Oh, we eat the pancakes and I shouldn't have called with you, but he be cooning. <laughs> he go by Big Groove now? Yeah, he changed Because remember that. when they said Groove and Gorilla sounded racist, so he's like, I'm Big Groove. <laughs> Joe, this, this internet is nuts. Krishan yeah. and Blueface, I need them to be out of here. Mm-hmm. The, the nigga that laughs like a hyena, that light-skinned nigga, I need him mm-hmm. out of here. From the, t- the the relationship TikToks with his wife? He's the, the chef? Oh my god. I'm so jealous of people that find that nigga funny. Because that lets me know that you just find anything funny. Yeah, <laughs> so like no standards. Something like that just—it makes me question clout in, in in social media popularity. And it's another couple that do like little skits too. That I, I need. His wife is bad though, and I don't know. Hey, salute, bro. Mm-hmm. But they be doing little relationship skits, and I need them out of here too. But I, back to Krishan, man. Uh. It's a horrible situation, bro. Nigga tweeted, uh, Lord, please. <laughs> Lord, please be with me with the prayer hand emoji. So I, I'm assuming that he's not too happy about this. I mean, and he said he's done with Krishan. Yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate to that. It seems like neither of them have people in their lives that care enough or that they'll that they'll be able to listen to in regards to this situation because they don't they don't need to be together. This is hella unhealthy, and I'm kind of pissed at the blogs and and Zeus for pushing this shit mm-hmm. because this is we we know how this is going to end. This is this is going to end very badly, and you're just watching two people kind of just their lives just go through a whole bunch of shit in front of our eyes and niggas just keep laughing and pushing it and talking about it. It's, it's, I, I don't fuck with it at all. This yeah. King Batch ball. King Buck. Yeah. Fuck Zeus. Hey, I think, I think the thing that pisses me off Moses is black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are we doing? I can understand if, like, the the Adam 22s and shit is doing it because they, they don't know shit. They just trying to take advantage of us and make money off of us and shit. But you got black people creating these networks, making money off our demise. That's some sick shit. Yeah, but hasn't it always been us? Eh, I don't want to. What? <laughs> Come on, man. Not always been us, but I mean, loving hip hop, early loving hip hop was the exact same shit. That's still white. VH1 is white, huh? Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, Mona Scott, that's a Mona Scott Young thing. And that's how it was usually viewed. Like, that wasn't like a group of white people. She's just the agent, the middleman. Yeah. She brought them a product that they thought yeah. would entertain niggas. I mean, but I guess, isn't that just as bad? It's it's some blame to be put on her for sure. But also, it's like Love and Hip Hop didn't even start off like that. It was kind of like it was it was about music at one point. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, nah. We want <laughs> give them a whole bunch of drinks, fight, <laughs> just do that shit. Give them Kurt Frost. <laughs> Stevie J. 
That's the golden era of fucking love of hip hop, bro. And, and it's fucked up because that shit is entertaining, man. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't support that shit. Like even the blue face thing, like him punching uh, her dad, entertaining as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see it. He slept his ass. Shit, that shit was hilarious. Like it just makes me. I don't. I don't like that shit, man. Okay. Does the quality of their show play a big factor into how you're? Oh. Uh, how you're taking it. The quality? Yes. Zeus quality isn't VH1 quality. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's really the quality. It's just when something's so obvious that it's very bad and things are going to end very badly, I can't respect you continuing to put cameras in their faces and feeding them drugs and alcohol for entertainment. It just... It, like it looks very bad. Like this is still somebody's daughter. This, you know what I'm saying? And seeing her get beat up by this dude, like I've seen clips of that. It's like her hitting him with a like glass. Like, come on, man. This shouldn't be shown. They need to get serious, like serious help. I don't know. I, I just can't fuck with it. Yeah. See, didn't you say JoJo Simmons is struck out? Damn, what was I watching? No, I had an Uber driver who was so um, Friday Future had the concert in Chicago and I had to kind of go over there in my Uber. So I get in the Uber, dude's like, oh, are you going to the Future concert? I'm like, nah, I heard tickets were you know, kind of expensive. I'm not, I'm not going. He's like, yeah. I was like, I heard they're more expensive than Janet Jackson. And then he mm. goes into this long spiel about how uh, he, he transitions to like Mary, Mary J. Blige's thick ass. Like, I, I want to get at Mary J. Blige, for real. Like, he just kept telling me consistently, like, he wanted to get at Mary J. Blige. Um, then he was like, man, you know who else is bad? Regina Bell from 227. What? what? I'm like, who is Regina Bell? And why are you telling me somebody from 227? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about Regina, uh, Regina, huh? Regina King. Oh. Regina King wasn't in no 227? <laughs> That was like years before we even knew who Regina King was. <laughs> who was he? I was confused. But at some point he did say that he um he was talking about Yo Gotti and how she was with Angela and how like JoJo was he heard he heard JoJo was strung out on drugs or was drinking a lot. I'm mean, like, who told you this? Who gave you the JoJo update? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, man. We need to have an update on that because I hope he not. But I thought I saw him. He had a decent wife and like kids. Or they have um, they he was on growing up hip hop. Mm. Uh, also, Regina King was in two two seven. Regina King was in two two seven. Yeah, she, like, she had to be young. Yeah. She was a kid. Oh shit, my bad. Jojo Simmons, looking at his Instagram, does not look strung out. Um, he just kind of looks shady. <laughs> so. Hey, salute JoJo. Man. I want to know what happened with Russie, man. What, what he got? He on? got his real estate license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all bogus for that, man. Y'all really laughed, my man. Real <laughs> shit, though. Real, real shit, though. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm so glad that we got past that Runs House era. 
What's that clothing brand that they pastries? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I used to watch that faithfully, man. No, it, it was What's a name? Uh, Vanessa and Angela. Well, I was more hooked on Vanessa at that point, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, she was bad, bro. I watched that like every week. Yeah, it was a, it was a decent show. Mm. Shout out to Ron. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. Uh, what do y'all think about King Shaman, bro? I I don't have. I, I feel like we shouldn't do that. It depends on what the king gets. <laughs> All right. Let's be honest. Uh, Young Miami said that she came out. Uh, she had an interview with Trina this week and said she likes golden showers. Is that uh, King Shame worthy? Oh, okay. Well, never. Mind. I, I might take it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say no. I don't think that's kink shame worthy. You, you you could do whatever you want to do. I'm I'm be honest with you. If you if you tell me you like that, I I can't respect you. And there's no way I'm dating you. That's that's why she's not the main. <laughs> yeah, damn. Why you saying those like? No, that's why she's not the main. How can, how in the hell could I like respect you if you like to be urinated on? Cause that, that just makes me think that not only do you like you, you got urinated by a couple of motherfuckers, right. and you folding for a lot of other shit. If, if if this is your thing, it's weird to say, but this is the pie we we talk about uncomfortable subjects. I think it's different a different thing if it's like hydrated pee versus unhydrated. What? What? Why are you making this a point? <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, explain that to me. You don't say it's different because you told him he gets told to hydrate first. No. When you when you unhydrated, you got that what no, people normally think about pee. It's yellow, you know. Oh, it looks weird. When you hydrate it, it's just it's regular. No, no, bro. It's still pee. <laughs> All right, what's the difference that. between that and what normally happens? Yes, I wanted to keep it a little bit PG for people listening. But I'm sorry, I'm yes, sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, I feel it's like, no difference. It's coming no, from the same I mean, place. No, 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 there's a difference. It's not, it's not the same. We have designated areas for P. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. This hey, is I'm not listen, saying I'm gonna you, do if, it. If you'd like to get pissed on, that's that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. All I'm gonna wonder is how did you get introduced to this? Like what? Because that's something you have to get talked into. Yeah, I can't. <sighs> I mean, if we talked, if we really go in there, y'all didn't got y'all didn't got peed on before. What are you doing? What do you mean? What do you mean? What are you I'm, doing? I mean, a certain don't, don't. a certain version of orgasm is a little bit of pee. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't abide by that. I understand what you're saying, but I don't, I don't look at it that way. Also, you could not look at it whatever <laughs> way you want to, but it no, is what it is. It's also very different than like just laying there while it's happening. Uh, is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's just it's a little nasty. Oh, okay. <laughs> What y'all like, what know, it's, it's like it's a, it's a it's a messy kink. That's a, that's also what makes it a little weird. It's just a messy kink. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. They got laid down the tarp and shit. Now your room yeah, stinks. I, I just don't understand it, man. But I, also, 
Your room got to smell terrible if you get pissed off. <laughs> you can't keep saying, but hey, listen, that ain't happening. I can't fold for that. Would y'all fold? If she asked me to do it, I, like I said, no. I think it's I think it's a difference between hydrated and hydrated. I hate to harp on this point. Honestly, you you keep repeatedly saying that it says enough. It speaks long. You, you want the clear shower, not not the gold. You <laughs> <laughs> can't tell the difference. Don't you walk around with one of those big jugs in the crib with like with the tally marks? <laughs> I tell you like where you need to be every hour. Is that why? No, man. I do drink a lot of water, but two uh, p.m. almost there. Yeah, <laughs> but I just have an app on my phone that tells me. But um, no, man. I I think it, everything can be cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> like I don't want to do no unhydrated shit, bro. That's just it. Just it would just be ah, oh, that would just be nasty, bro. When you hydrated, you straight, bro. Okay, could you, cause, could you ever seriously be in a relationship with someone who enjoyed that? Could either of you guys? Yes. Can I what? <laughs> he said yes. Could you be in a relationship with someone who enjoyed that? The the golden shower, uh, but it's hydrated. Man, but when we get deep know. into these throws, y'all gonna y'all gonna realize that y'all. Y'all doing a lot of shit y'all never thought y'all would do. I just don't want to pee on somebody. I I, I feel like I, I couldn't do that. Dave Chappelle addressed it. He was like, uh, was it Dave Chappelle that was like, I just hop in the shower, piss coming right off. That's all you gotta do. But I guess I don't to me, I don't I don't see where the thrill comes in. Like I feel like if you at least have to get something out of it. Like something fulfilling. Total domination. <laughs> you see that Mortal Kombat yeah. shit? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that shit, man. I, I just couldn't ever do it. And I'm, I'm unfortunately, I know we, we shouldn't kink shame, but I'm judging the fuck out of it. <laughs> I'm judging the yeah, fuck I don't out of it. Yeah, I feel like we talked about pizza too long. Yeah, it's been some baddies that said they like it, though. Amada La Negra came out and said she liked it. So, Amada La Negra. Oh, that one girl from Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop, yeah. Uh, oh, I got another question. Would y'all date somebody that dressed like you? Like a nigga? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? So, so I'm just saying. Say, say there was a, a a woman. She looked she looked good that you liked. Great conversation, but she dressed like you. Like she like same style and everything. So I'm dressing uh, dating a lesbian. <laughs> no. She, she likes men, <laughs> but, but she dresses like you. No, nah, I don't dress like a lesbian. Uh, <laughs> of course, because hey, I'm a man, I, I, I nigga. Gotta, nah, I, I talk about a woman that dresses hey, like I me. I got a picture of him with that vest on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, it's not. Honestly, it's not that bad. I deal with that now. It's not that bad. I mm. mean, from time to time, it's different. You got to dress like a woman at some point. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, say she's going out in the fear of God and the Joe Fresh Goods fitted. Are you are you, are you rocking with that? Uh yeah. Like he was like he was saying, if it can, as long as she switch it up a little bit, it's fine. There is no switch up. That's her style. Oh, she dresses like that. Uh, I don't think it bother me. Mm. It's just in the streetwear. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do it, to be honest. The only thing that it's it's nah, I saw something like I saw a TikTok about this where it was like when you want to when you like what your man is wearing more, they just switch clothes like completely. That's nasty. Oh, when the nigga was wearing her clothes? I'm not peeling off the joggers. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Where's some women shit? Peeling off the joggers. I'm not peeling off the joggers, bro. So if you saw a nice little baddie in a sweatsuit, you would be you would feel some type of way? No, it doesn't have to be a whole th- but if my girl dressing like like a, no bro, like we know this shouldn't be a thing. Why are we p- pretending like this is supposed to, like this is normal? I don't think it's abnormal. Like everybody got different styles, so I guess it's like So dang, she start wearing crazy. boxes, what are we gonna do? Now, see now you're going too far. <laughs> How's that too far? Now you're going too far. <laughs> Nobody's trying to do laundry talking about these mine are yours. I understand. That's going too far. I, I feel like I could deal with, I could definitely deal with somebody <laughs> who wears it. It's just it, it, there has to be a switch up. There has to be something like because that's just what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to women that wear women clothes. We're just not to, okay. All right. When you or, I'm sorry. Clothes. Like what? I'm I'm uh, I'm attracted to women who wear clothes. No, okay. How, how do I say this in a proper way? Feminine I like clothes. clothes. Yeah, that kind of like uh, um, uh, what, show what's off the your word? body. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say, <laughs> but, but that's what I like. I like you want more feminine garments, like, like ones that bring out the body a little bit more. <laughs> oh that's man, that was the weirdest way to put that. <laughs> You girl, you need to free out your body a little. <laughs> Show what you got. <laughs> y'all, y'all know what I'm saying, though. I, that's that's why I like. That's I feel like that's what attracts a lot of uh, men to women. Is that part of it? Yeah, uh, but if you already know what's underneath, I guess do it matter? I still need to see it sometimes. You know what I'm saying to keep it. You know. Just to keep the spice, keep it going. Yeah, I mean, keep but the what spice if they there. not wearing like the a baggy sweatsuit? Yeah, I was thinking about that too because there is a way for you to wear a sweatsuit and it still, you know, bring out the curves and everything. Yeah, but we talking so, about majority. She's wearing majority of men's clothes. Yeah, like yeah, no. Yeah. Wow, well, you mean like jeans? Wait, what did you mean? Because I thought you just meant like. I wear a sweatsuit. She wears a sweatsuit. You meant like she's actually wearing like men's jeans? Yeah. She, like she dresses like you. Like the the style and everything. Like she's not going to wear no extra tight pants and and she's not going to like she's going to wear pants at waist level. Probably have a t-shirt. Throw on a hoodie. But it's not like women's jeans. It's like men's fitting jeans. <laughs> no, she no, dressed yeah. like Sam J. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's much. Could you do it? Is what I asked. I don't know if I could. What made no. you think of this? Because uh, I was having a conversation about um, pronouns. Yo, yo, first <laughs> off, I'm sorry. I just Googled Sam J and just went to the, like, I just wanted to see a, a, a picture of some fits. Y'all bogus. Continue. <laughs> 
<laughs> hold on, she can still get fly sometimes. But I, I was no. having a, <laughs> I was having a conversation about pronouns, and I, I remember I, I think I told y'all this that like I'd be cool with having my pronouns be they just because it sounds cool. Yeah, I remember and, that conversation. <laughs> and I was and I was uh, talking like, would you be able to date someone who just like randomly changed their pronouns, like? Say your girl was like, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to identify as a woman or a man. I, I just want to be, you know. I I can't think of the proper term right now. But if if they didn't want to be either, would that be cool with you? If they don't change their genitalia, yes. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I was like, I, I wouldn't have an issue with that. But then it could also bring out different things because if if they feel that way, they might change up a few things and. You know, like do things that they weren't comfortable doing before mm-hmm. and doing it now, like dressing. Start wearing more snapbacks. Right. And then when I thought about that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you know what? You have to change them back. Because <laughs> I don't know if I can rock with that. Where you get this Georgetown snapback from? <laughs> she get more exclusive shit than me, bro. <laughs> I'm on snapbacks and rugby's. Rugby. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have no problem with somebody dressing a little manly from time to time. Like, that's cool. Do your style. Like, I'm not here to restrict nobody. But it's a reason why I'm attracted to you. And that's because I was most likely attracted to you when you was dressing like a woman. Mm-hmm. And if you want to switch all that up, that's obviously that's going to switch up my viewpoint. I feel. Yeah. yeah. Make me feel like, God damn, can't you just put a skirt on? <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, I don't know. It, I, I feel like I'd be cool with it a couple times, but you gotta, nah, gotta switch it up. Since See, I thought you just meant like, like, uh, like she just wear jeans and a t-shirt or like women jeans and like a graphic tee. Like, I don't care. No, like, no, that's fine. That's, is, fine. Like, that's fine. But if you meant like she's dressing like a like uh, you, like left eye. Yeah. All the time, then that's different. Like she dressing like old Tiana Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't I I couldn't I, I couldn't do that. I, I I could do that maybe two days out the week, but uh, you're gonna have to switch it up after a while. All right, man. Uh y'all see that Drake show, man? <laughs> no. No. I saw like clips of it, but I didn't really see shit. Yeah, I mean, I just seen clips. Uh, Drake had a show at the Apollo. He did some intimate B sides. Uh, the set list looked crazy. It was like forty songs. Um, some of my favorite songs from Drake actually. He like redid his like childhood, um, bedroom. I feel like everything Drake does is like a copy of something, but like to a lesser degree. Mm. Like you know, Kanye did the childhood house. He did the childhood bedroom. Brought mm-hmm. out Dipset, water, water fur. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. People always like uh, repeat that Drake is like a student of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it was cool, but it, it looked cool. It seemed like it was a pretty solid event, man. Um, I didn't really have no what's name, but I just want to see if y'all seen that. They should have yeah. streamed that. Yeah, for sure. I would have definitely watched that because I remember he like had this for early December, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And he pushed it back. I forgot why. What was it? Um, takeoff broke his ankle or some shit. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought it was takeoff though. Yeah, I thought was it was takeoff. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think, right. the, I think the funeral was 
the same day. Yeah, I saw in his response, he said something about his ankle. He gave his ankle a chance to heal up, too. So I don't know. No, this nigga always got the most random <laughs> athlete injuries when he shouldn't. Nigga tore his ACL. Yeah. Yeah, so. Damn, so this is a. Yeah, I'm looking at the set list. This shit is nice. Yeah. I need to see Phil No Ways, bro. Before yeah. I die, I need to see Drizzy uh, perform Phil No Ways. Uh, but yeah, somebody hit us with the stream, man. If y'all, oh man, uh, somebody hit us with the, <laughs> with the video of the performance. Things, what a circle things back around. <laughs> uh, if if they got the a video of the performance, man. Uh, have you ever seen somebody get beat up at work? Beat up at work? Yeah. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, I feel like I'd, I'd remember. This was a thing on Twitter this week. It was like, if niggas got ops, you shouldn't be working a day job. Because uh, I guess it was a, a video of some nigga getting beat up at work. And it seems to be like fairly common at like, um, like warehouses and shit and uh, other like construction jobs and shit. I mean, so, that makes sense, though. It 100% makes sense. Because you outside? Just so, it's a lot of different elements when you have like a labor job. Yeah, you already frustrated and shit. You don't want to be there. You probably and don't let the weather be too hot or too shitty. (laughs) (laughs) And you having a bad day? Yeah, come on, man. And you got to work with the annoying coworker. Man, shut up before I smack you. (laughs) It's hot as fuck outside. I'm ready to smack a nigga. (laughs) (laughs) It really makes sense, especially like Amazon warehouses. I feel like they uh, there could be a whole like a Django type fighting league at these Amazon. See them setting up a league. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> <for> nigga finally. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, because one of the videos I saw, like the coworker just like sat in her car, so, like she wouldn't even come out and help the nigga. And she was like, "Hey, that's on him. Like, shouldn't be having ops here." Uh, what else is happening? Uh, did y'all see the video of the kids flexing while playing basketball and shit? Yeah, I saw your son. Hey, that's not my son, nigga. <laughs> but uh, don't did you see it? No, I'm like, gonna find it. Yeah, it's like little kids, like like scoring on other little kids, making like the little baby symbol. You know how you do the like too short symbol, uh, too small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> doing doing shit like that, and I guess some NBA players got a hold of it, like uh, uh Fournier and mm-hmm. uh Damian Lillard, and they was like, "This is what's wrong with the game today." Like, yeah, they emulating NBA players. KD didn't have a problem with it. He was like, hey, we used to do the same shit when we was little, emulate NBA players. So, hey, keep, Which is true. keep working, yeah. Young Kings. I was going to see what y'all think of it. Um, Let me see this video first. It's kind of <laughs> funny. I mean, he's not wrong. Yes, you do. It, it goes from holding up the three in the air when they do like the, 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 the original mellow, the three to the forehead type shit. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, this is just different. It's one of those things where you can't really talk them out of it, I guess, because they are just emulating what they saw. But it's a it's 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 kind of part of the cycle. Yeah, yeah. but do you feel like the cycle is getting worse? Like a kid telling another little kid he a baby when he in fact is a baby uh, is <laughs> not really you know what the game is about. Versus a, with like AI and shit like that, we emulating like the headband, uh, you know, the three to the dome is is not really 
crazy. But when you start looking at this stuff, it starts to get a little personal towards other players. I, I, feel, I feel like, like this always is going to be that, though. Yeah. Like, I, there's a third grader who's going to be like, he can't guard me. Because they saw Jai do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's all kind of the same, I guess. From my perspective. I, I put it on the coaches, man. You got to shut this shit down. This, this big nigga calling. Like, if you call my son a baby, I don't want to have to fight a kid, but I'm going to kill kid was, someone. That kid was sizably larger than everyone else. Yes, yes, that kid is too small. You are right. Yeah, I feel it's, it's crazy that Dame would have, would say this is what's wrong with the, like, nigga, you, you do this shit. You, you, you be on your shit talking. Like, I don't, of course these kids are going to emulate you. But I think it's up to the coaches and, and the parents to really be like, hey, man, just, you know, relax a little. You don't need to be that disrespectful. I understand they do it in the NBA, but they're getting paid millions. You, you might be a garbage man in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, but you're not really. I guess to that part, it is just kids. And you're not. Are you supposed to take that fun out of it? You can still like, have fun it, it, was something, it was something fun about imitating your favorite player. Yeah, you you can still imi- uh, imitate them. Just you know, you can still be respectful though. Like some of some of that stuff, you don't need to. You you too young to be talking like KG and shit. Like, <laughs> just, relax. like just relax. Take the other stuff, dude. I'm cool with the mellow three, all that. But let's let's be a little bit more respectful, man. No, I can agree with that. <laughs> While also saying I'm I'm fine with them celebrating. Just don't like I said, don't make it personal. Don't call my kid like a small ass bitch or some shit like that. I don't think they are making it personal. If you say he's too small, that's making like, it personal. But, but I guess from my perspective, they're not making it personal. There's just it's just goes back to the imitating. Like they're and like I don't even think in the league eh, it might be more disrespect, but I don't think they're trying to be disrespectful. No, they they're trying to be as disrespectful as possible. Because this that one kid flexing in front of my kid, I will walk on the court, man. <laughs> what you doing, dog? <laughs> you you like like chill out? Yeah. Now, like with the flexing, I'm not I'm not too mad at if you're not doing it in his face. And even that still is just like I don't really have no reason to be mad because he's not saying anything about my kid versus he's saying he's just too strong. Now if he say my look like he do the baby symbol or do the the Russ Rockabye baby shit, like that's saying my son is a baby or he's soft or some shit like that. Now that's making it a personal message towards my son or daughter, whoever. Your son or child is it? They are a child though. Okay, but that's still like that's what's making it personal. Like you don't have to do that. Uh, now yeah, three to the dome. That's not addressing nobody. That's just saying, "Hey, I made a good play. I'm about to celebrate it." So that's okay, not making it personal. Could they have been too small? If they didn't guard them. If they got the bucket, like we know what too small is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not here to to really. I'm not debate the logistics of it. I'm just saying you you saying something to my son that I don't I don't agree with. Now, will I go out there and try to fight him? Of course, we just playing around. No, I'm not fighting a little kid. But I'm going to tell my son to bust his ass. <laughs> Whoa. Clearly, he couldn't do that. That's why he was too small. So, that I think that's yeah. the main thing. And So, that's the problem they have. And I, I understand it to a certain degree with, like, the 
that type of stuff. But I, I'd say let the kids have fun, man. If they want to celebrate, let them celebrate. Let them dance and do little shit. Just don't make it personal what somebody gonna be trying to fight out there and shit. So yeah. Uh, speaking of the NBA, man, do y'all? <clears throat> it's been a lot of people sitting out. Uh, especially lately, like I think the Warriors set out their whole starting five uh, a couple games ago. Um, and it's this has come to the forefront now. Like a lot of NBA analysts are saying, like this d- didn't happen in the eighties and nineties when we had uh, worse trainers and different things like that. Um, so they kind of disrespecting the league by doing this low management stuff. Do y'all feel like it's any way to fix this low management or no? They just got to deal with it. They just got uh, to deal with it. Unless they want to space out the games yeah, and that's make all. the schedule longer. Yeah, I was going to say that. Maybe they do more breaks in between or less games. Yeah, because the argument is that you think of a kid that got some Pelicans tickets for Christmas to come mm-hmm. see the Warriors play tomorrow and they set their whole lineup. Mm-hmm. Now those are really worth nothing. How do we fix that situation? Yeah. It's unfortunate. I don't know. How, it just kind of comes with it. Like, cause even, even if I'm thinking, I mean, injuries happen. So that's, that's always going to be in play. Um, I, I think even if they put in breaks between, you still got a chance where a player just is not going to be able to play that game. So they're kind of going to have to get over it, unfortunately. It's just some things happen. I also, I really never really feel too sympathetic when that happens. Uh, because I, like, are you buying tickets? If you're trying to go buy Steph Curry tickets, you better go sign up for his camp. If you if you want to go see Steph Curry, <laughs> and and I mean that with all respect, if you are taking, buying tickets to see the Golden State Warriors, you are still seeing the Golden State Warriors. Please don't bring in a sign talking about we traveled twelve hundred miles on camel for my birthday to see Steph Curry. <laughs> <He's sitting down. laughs> that's that's the risk that you took when you bought these tickets three months in advance. Like you're still seeing Golden State. Yeah, you're still getting what you pay for. A basketball game is still an experience. Yes, I yes, it does suck to think you're going to see somebody and they don't play. I understand that. But to put this big uproar as if I don't know, like like as if they're wrong or they're owed something. No, you're ser- you're there to see the team. If you want to see Steph Curry, go where Steph Curry is going to be at. Yeah, I can see it from that point. And then uh, also, like, in, in football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, leagues, this happens all the time. Like, players sitting, like, they don't get refunds and nothing like that. It's just, they. I think it's just more transparent. Or it's just a way that they're able to, that's just a culture where, like, players going to sit sometimes. And then you just there to see the game. So I don't know if it's entitlement or what. That these a lot of these analysts are like, hey, like y'all disrespecting the game, disrespecting the people to play before y'all. Michael Jordan didn't sit out, Kobe didn't sit out with broken elbows and labrums and stuff like that, and Larry Bird didn't sit out with a bad back. So they saying stuff <laughs> like that and saying that these players are disrespecting the game. <laughs> I, I 
hate when uh, older people just be uh, talking about how bad shit was and when niggas try to approve it, they're like, nah, go back to the bad days. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure we're improving on things. We want people to be more like healthy. Like, what, what you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, if this, if this game doesn't mean shit, then why does it matter? Like, if my team is like, we're good, we don't need you tonight, that's all that really matters, right? Yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, after the third quarter or halftime in some some games, it, it just be like, I'm just there for the, the vibe, really. I don't really care about this game anymore. So oh, if, if it's a blowout? Yeah. If it's a blowout or I'm just at the game, If especially if we go to a baseball game. At a baseball game, you're there for the vibe. So if somebody oh, sit a- out. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> that's a hundred percent baseball. I'm strictly there for the vibes. I don't even know there's a game going on. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I saw the the Warriors went to the White House uh, for some reason. Too short was there. Um, Back. Yeah, too short and Mr. Fab was there, and for some they let too short get on and say something, and he said, "If you take us out of the White House, what do you get? White hoe." And so there you have it. <laughs> he will never be invited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he was invited, bro. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I, they, I think they were just allowed to bring. I mean, it's cool, though. Like, I appreciate them bringing folks from their neighborhood or not from their neighborhood, from their city yeah, who have been supporters. Like, that's, that's dope, right? Like, that's what I guess basketball should be about. But I, I just don't understand why he did that. <laughs> White hoe. <laughs> hey man, too short a legend, dog. Uh, y'all got anything y'all want to talk about? I got a couple more things, but definitely want to touch on something else. If you want. Pause. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> um, damn. Ah, well, y'all heard about the the best Alabama basketball player who got arrested for capital murder and then yeah, told really fast. Yeah, we. I, I heard about that. What is? I, I don't, I'm absolutely. I'm kind of confused on what's all going on. I don't want to sound too preachy, bro, but we. It needs to be a PSA about how men treating women for real, bro. Like, um, go ahead, my bad. Let oh well, I, I guess from what the story we what we know thus far is, uh, an ex Alabama basketball player was arrested for. I guess he provided a gun that was used in the shooting of a young woman uh, near campus. Yeah, so I guess the story was she denied him uh, on the on the street. Like I guess he tried to get at her. He he, like played him off to the left. So they proceeded to get in the car allegedly, and he says he provided the gun for his homeboy who was riding with him to shoot at the car of the other two people. Which the young woman was eventually killed. Um, so that's the story right now. His name is Darius Miles. He was on the Alabama team. Um, sad story, and that's what I wanted to talk about. It just seems like every day we get a story about a man that's j- like jaded or you know just played or getting a divorce that kills the woman, bro. Like every fucking day this week, like. Five men have killed their kids and their wives. Have y'all seen them stories? Mm-hmm. Five, like five, bro. And it's and like, they always, what is, they always is a nice photo with the white people. 
Yeah, bro. That it's it's crazy. But it's just like, what is wrong with niggas, bro? Y'all that y'all that fragile. That one little thing can take you over the edge where you gotta kill some innocent kids and your innocent wife. So mm. it's just sick to me, bro. Yeah. Then you got I, that nigga tried to pull that one girl through the drive through window. Y'all seeing that? Mm-mm. Yeah, he tried to kidnap her. Um, I don't know if it's some sex trafficking type shit or what, but he pulled up to the drive through and she reached her hand out like aggressive to grab some money or whatever. And he tried to pull her through the drive through window. Thankfully, <laughs> he didn't get her out. But you just see all this shit happening. And it's just like, what? what is wrong with niggas, bro? Yeah, I mean, even that's well, that situation specifically the the Alabama one. I guess it it still doesn't make sense. Like, regardless of what occurred, regardless of him shooting or providing the weapon, like I guess it's almost like, why are you? Why would you provide a weapon in that sense in that situation? Like that doesn't even make sense. Egos, man. You got to teach your kid to accept rejection. We've talked about that, I think, multiple times. Like You have to teach your kid to accept rejection, bro. And this isn't um, an excuse, but how I think it's how do you teach them to accept rejection when I think part of the part of the thing is I think when you're younger, Rejection doesn't just come as rejection. Rejection can come as embarrassment. Like I think it's 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 easy to say yes, you know you're gonna rejection is gonna come and deal with that. But like, how do you? Uh, I don't know. Provide an understanding or an explanation that in the process of being rejected, you may be embarrassed. Yeah, and and, and navigating. I guess how they manage feelings in that perspective. Yeah, I, I feel like it. It this is not a a direct correlation, but it also comes to fairness because a lot of people feel like everything should be fair. Like when I grew up, my my sisters didn't have to cut the grass. When I was little, I felt like that was unfair, but I learned quickly why I had to do it and stuff like that. But I feel like those type of things teach you that not everything is gonna go your way. Not everything's gonna be fair. And you have to know that sometimes you're not going to get what you want. And those type of lessons when you grew up is should prepare your child to say, hey, this girl might not like me. That doesn't mean I have to physically assault her or say bad things about her, bro. Well, yeah, no, that's. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just getting tired of that. Like if, especially with the family shit, like if you want to take yourself out, bro, go ahead and do it. At this point, I, of course, it's sad to feel like somebody had to come to that point where they had to take themselves out. But why are you taking innocent people with you? I mean, but that's we. I mean, usually we know what that's about. That's um, let's not generalize, but. That's more of a control thing. Yeah. If I can't like, have y'all, then nobody will, and y'all can't live without me. That type of shit. Especially when it's like these guys or these husbands who are doing it to the family. Like, that's usually something was going on. It's a control thing. It's 
and then again, that's not justifying anything at all, but that's we kind of always know what it is when that happens. Like that, you can really, I don't want to say you can pinpoint, but you have an understanding, not an understanding, but you, um, you know what the motive was. Mm. Maybe, I guess it's the better way to put it. There's no grasping at like what was really what. I mean, even with this situation, you kind of understand, you know what it, at least you think you know what it was, but the the outcome and how it was handled, is it never makes sense. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's just on my heart. I had that on my list too, man. Because I, I hate coming across as preachy, but god damn it, bro. Sometimes you just get tired of that shit happening. I mean, but yeah, it's unfortunately it's one of those things where I don't. If you have to think realistically, like how uh, will it actually? Ha- well, I don't know if it'll stop. Yeah, because I know you, you got sisters and stuff like that. You just hate to even imagine your sister in a situation where she didn't do nothing wrong. She just didn't like didn't like somebody and told them like, "Hey, I I don't want to pursue anything with you, or I, I don't want your number. I don't want this." And somebody take the situation and take on hands. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so easy just to be like, yo, okay, I didn't been rejected and all this shit, and I see like, yeah, it might sting for a little bit, but outside of that, just keep it moving, bro. But it's just Man. weird that some people can't take that and just move on. Mm, I mean, I guess yeah, but I think at the same time, it's everybody is coming from a different place with a different ego and a different mindset of everybody's normal, everybody's okay isn't the same threshold, I guess. is what I don't want to say that's part of the problem because everybody's different. Everybody has different experiences, I guess, with whatever it is. But like everybody's moral baseline, it isn't collectively the same across the board. Yeah, and I mean that's why I feel like we just got to get the message out and start teaching men. Like, if they don't have parents to teach them that, then they have big homies or niggas that they look up to. That's like, bro, move on, keep it moving. They don't have those type of niggas. Have peers do it, like us. Like, look, that shit ain't that serious, bro. Mm, I mean, you're not wrong. I think the problem lies when motherfuckers just do what they want to do anyway. Yeah. So, uh, bro, do we need to step in and get Nelly help? For what? Did y'all not see that nigga performing in Australia? I feel like I saw a small clip of it. He was like, <laughs> it looked like he was tweaking pretty hard. Like, bro, that nigga <laughs> was high as shit. I could tell what, what was going on with him, though. Yeah, he's high, bro. Like, we don't have to spend too much time on that at all, but. Please watch that performance if you get a chance. I don't know what he's smoking or allegedly or whatever he's doing. He needs to stop. I see. Uh, what's the name? Flesh from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, Harmony gave him a warning. <laughs> a warning? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he he was. I guess he's he was talking about gangster boo, and I guess it was. That I, I didn't even really know about Gangsta's Boo's death, like what caused it. Yeah, they say it was an overdose. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So that's what he was saying. 
He's like, be careful, man. Yeah, I thought Nelly was out here pretty clean. Like the nigga swole. I thought he was in the gym, like living a pretty clean life. But that nigga, something going on with that nigga, bro. Hey, uh, that wasn't that wasn't pre workout. That was just Molly. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, Alex Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter. Do, do we care about this or like any any no. comments on this? No, nah, nah. We'll we'll see, man. I don't think there's anything to see. It happened. We know what happened. Yeah, but do you I, feel like he should have been charged? Yes. I don't know. Let's see. I feel it's 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 tough because I, I feel like I don't know all the details, but I feel yeah. like you, you kind of gotta charge him if he fired a gun and killed somebody. Unfortunately, but I guess we'll see like everything that comes out. Yeah, he was wilding afterwards, so that, <laughs> that kind of <laughs> like dismisses my sympathy for him. Uh, how much he was wilding, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, do y'all feel like Stephen A. Smith should have had to apologize for saying Rihanna is no Beyonce? Can we talk about that a little more? <laughs> and how weird that was. I need to know the whole story because I, I I saw him apologize, but I don't know what he did. So Stephen A. Smith went on the Sherry Shepherd show. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I laugh anytime I hear that. Thing. And. She was asking him about the Super Bowl at halftime, and he was like, "Yeah, Rihanna, but she's no Beyonce." <laughs> Why you say that? Though? And then he put on the show. And then everybody, then he put out a tweet that was an apology, and then he put out that hostage video in that van apologizing again. It just all—it's just all very random, and it doesn't make sense. NFL probably got at him like, "Hey, bro, hey, but like, why?" Why is he on the Sherry Shepherd show saying this? Like, <laughs> he has no a book coming he, up. I mean, yes, but for him to be like, she's no Beyonce, it sounded <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sweet. And then they got mad because he said, "Sweetie," to Sherry Shepherd. <laughs> no, to uh, Rihanna and his apology. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, just people just getting mad about shit. You know, yeah. you know how it is. <laughs> I think he was just putting on a show. You know how Steven yeah. they do, and I think he's used to the other realm in sports where niggas not gonna get mad if he's talking like that about like Tom Brady and like Aaron Rodgers and some shit. But when you're talking about pop stars, it's it's a different realm. Like, why are you talking like that about about this? You, know yeah. <laughs> you can't talk about pop stars on uh Sherry Shepard and think you're just gonna get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you, you can talk, you can say anything about a pop star on like first take. We're we're sports fans. We get you. <laughs> it's crazy because it's he didn't actually say anything wrong or that should have like sparked this uproar. Yeah, no, this is the tone of shit. Like I said, it's like he's just talking about sports figures. We wouldn't have a problem if he was like uh, Tom Brady is no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like he says some shit like that, nobody would care. But it's Rihanna saying another woman is not a, like another woman is just wild to hear. Because yeah. we don't normally hear it. I don't crazy. think it is. It's crazy that there was like pushback because usually when you p- compare anybody to Beyonce, people automatically side with the Beyonce part and they just let us go. Not Kelly Rowland. Oh, what, yeah. What do you mean, yeah. not Kelly Rowland? You're talking about people compare Kelly Rowland to Beyonce? Yeah, I mean, it happened recently. Somebody was like, uh,. She was on a radio show or something like that, and mm. they made a comparison, and they got everybody got up in arms about it because it's like, <laughs> why do y'all continue to compare Kelly to Beyonce? 
I'll be like, shit, they was in the group. Nigga, I can't compare yeah. these. <laughs> yeah, I think I think way too many times they try to act as if comparison is abnormal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just people getting upset about people people like to find things to get mad about. I mean, because I, I you know people. People do this all the time with Super Bowl shows. Compare the the performers. performance. Man, that makes me think about. Have y'all seen the uh, people going in on that Scooby Doo show? Yeah, yeah. They, I think it's rated the worst animation of all time. I think on IMDb. Man, why do people give a fuck about a Scooby Doo show this much? Because uh, what's the name writes it? Uh, Minnie Kaylee. And you know they've had their issues with how she's writing uh the the college shit the the sexual college shit the I, sex I life don't. college teens yeah I don't know why you call it the sexual college <laughs> well, I, thought I she, don't know the I name thought, of it I thought she just did the voice of of Velma no, I think she actually writes it oh I, I, I mean, is it just have you seen it is it not not bad I watched the first episode. Of, it wasn't my taste. I probably won't continue watching it, but it wasn't horrible, horrible. I mean, is, is some of this just part of what happens when you revamp old shit that has that people are attracted to? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't really feel like we needed to update a Scooby-Doo, so. <laughs> I just don't understand what what's the issue. Like, was anyone need, if no one cares or wants an updated Scooby-Doo, why are y'all so mad if it's not good, just don't watch the shit. It's fucking Scooby Doo. Yeah, like I said, I think it's more to how she. They have a little issue with Minnie Kaling right now about how she's writing her ethnic characters, like always lusting at the white men and shit. So um, she's like the the main character right now. So also, I think Scooby Doo is one of those things where it's broad enough to get most people to pay watch it or try to. And if you watch it, because you give it a chance because it is Scooby-Doo, and then it's ass, you're going to say it's ass. And you're going to feel like it was unnecessary. Mm. Yeah, or like they reboot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> I know it's some bullshit. Get you laughing already. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> They reboot uh, Power Rangers had like a Lesbo Ranger or some shit. <laughs> we never, we never gonna make it nowhere. <laughs> you could you could like niggas would be up in arms. Like, what are they trying to do? You feel me? Uh, so I can yeah. feel that. I don't know, man. I think it's just sacred to niggas. Like Scooby Doo is sacred to niggas. Oh man! Alright, <laughs> y'all Scooby Doo fans out there. My bad. <laughs> My bad. I, I don't know why that made me laugh so much. <laughs> oh, but um, quick answer. What do y'all? What do? What did our generation have that more kids need today, or that kids need more of today? Less screen time. Okay. Why? Because everything is. I think with phones, you're accessible to your classmates 24-7, and I don't think that's a good thing. You need a break from school. 
You need to be able to go to school, come home, and take a break from all the bullshit, the gossip, and all that. Having that thing 24-7, I understand why these kids have mental health days. That shit would drive me insane. They, yeah, but now, n- now they have to do their homework on, like, schoolwork on screens. So it's been, like, integrated into their education. Yeah, I think when I say screen time, I, I'm thinking, like, social, social media, media and all that. Yeah, like YouTube, like Instagram. Like we we didn't really have. I mean, we had links to uh, tag. We had links to like Facebook, but that still wasn't like in our hands twenty four seven. Able to you, you know instant message this. Like it was. You, you had, had a break. To, you have to walk away. You you couldn't yeah. stay on the computer. Or you had to. You had you had, you almost it was almost uh, fun to come back from school the next day and like so saw so, what. Well, was in your inbox or whatever right came from because you had something to look forward to a little bit yeah now they just got it all day it's like man i cannot do that shit yeah that's crazy to think like you know the feeling you got when you got home you had friend requests or some shit or picture Mm -hmm. comments like that shit was the best shit ever bro uh but yeah no i i would agree to that um i can't think of anything else that they need right now yeah i don't know if there's anything possible yeah you're right well, that, that'll be something I think about uh yeah that's pretty much it for that um do y'all feel like that slap needs to be shut down no that what slap leak that Dana White just created oh no I ain't even seen nothing about it my nigga they are slapping the shit out of niggas bro and I saw the dude's face and his face yesterday. I looked up a pic and his his head is still swollen, bro. Oh, like if you get a chance, please look up this league. This shit is nuts, bro. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. A nigga slapping you un, like with no defense. Listen, if you if you want to get if you signed up to get if you are nutty enough to get slapped, you got to just got to take what come with it. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, because it's, it's it's not that big of a difference from like just niggas just fighting for money, like UFC. No, this is, this is, I mean, this but is, you get to defend yourself. Well, they both get uh, the opportunity to open hand slap the other person, right? Yes. If you don't pass out first. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like, fall, if you don't fall on the first slap, you get a chance to slap the shit out of the the other person. Okay. Yeah, and then if they don't fall, then they go again. This shit is dangerous, bro. Yeah, this shit is dangerous. It needs to be stopped. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I like some violent shit, but that that this shit is ridiculous. We have to stop trying to save goofies from themselves. Because how do you even realize that you need you're good enough to be in a slap league? Yeah, that's real. I think you're just stupid. This is like <laughs> this is this is some fame shit. Like if you really want to be famous that bad or be a professional athlete that bad, like go for it. <laughs> you can, you can't talk me a reasonable minded person to get slapped. Yeah. No, that's real. Uh if you had to move from your city tonight, where are you going? Am I on the run or am I just going anywhere I want to? You have to you have to leave your city. You can't come back. Where are you going? <sighs> Mm, that's tough. Um, I could I could go anywhere. Anywhere. 
But you're going there to live. Ooh, to live? Fuck. Uh... Outside of mine is LA. I'm going to LA. Why? I always wanted to move to LA. Even before I moved to Houston, I want I saw myself in LA. I just like the the vibe and the culture out there. It's just too expensive. But I mean, if I had to go somewhere, I would go to LA. See, I almost said LA, but I, I want to think if I need to be more realistic. You know, Charlotte or some shit. No, not Charlotte. <laughs> it's only it's only so many real cities that would make sense, especially like. Um, coming from a city like Chicago, mm. like because the city, I can't go somewhere that's like feels too small. You, going to you New know, York? no, that's too much. You, okay. New York is too much for me. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, Boston, Philly. <laughs> <Boston. laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe no, no, I don't want to say that. Yeah. It maybe would have to be. I don't want to say Houston. I, pro- I, I probably do like L.A. or San Diego. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, San Diego might be too small. It, it might be a little bit. With the Kyrie hats and shit. <laughs> I definitely want to be on the West Coast, though. And I, I want to be with nice weather. So probably California, somewhere there. You go to Fresno? <laughs> I don't know if I'd be too mad about that. If I had to go anywhere. What the fuck go is Fresno? Is that NorCal or SoCal? It's like... Uh, it's in between Condom, right? Oh, it's in the middle. It's after, it's south of Sacramento, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, it's like a farm either, or it's like Fresno. Yeah, it's south of Sacramento. Yeah, it's in between um, LA and Sacramento. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, let's continue. got to finish up here. Let's talk about music. We had two projects this week. Unless y'all, y'all got another story before we get into music? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't got none. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, The first one to drop was Ice Spice. She dropped her uh debut EP. Nice little seven pack on us. Um, or six pack. It might be six. If I'm not tweaking here. Six. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, it is called why or like? like. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, what y'all think of Ice Spice's debut EP? We already heard a couple of these songs. Um, but what did y'all think? Um, I didn't really listen to the full. I, I mean, that's kind of what I expected. Three songs that we already know, and then a few other ones that are probably catch that would probably be catchy. So. It's the right angle. It's the right play. I see what they're doing, and uh, I, you know, hopefully, it leads to more success. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Yeah, I, I like Ice Spice. Uh, I don't know if I can listen to multiple Ice Spice songs at once, though, because mm-hmm. her voice is kind of her voice and her flow is really the same on everything. Yeah, but I, I've I've fuck with the songs individually I, I just I, I don't think I'll ever listen to a project of her yeah I, I think I have the same issue the 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 tone sounds the same in all the songs but the songs are good uh, acting a smoochy that shit is gonna fucking blow up acting a smoochy <laughs> and I don't even like that term I don't know even what that means but I'm gonna be acting a smoochy in the club this this year <laughs> I don't like, I should probably not say that if I don't yeah, know. We, we, yeah, we don't know. It might it sound like another munch. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a female <laughs> you're munch. Doing that, you're doing that in the club, it's crazy. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was solid. And like C said, um, I think that the management did right by her. Um, they hit right when she's hot. This is what I kind of wish for Mona Leo. Uh, Mona Leo. I feel like they just letting her drop singles and not really collecting it where she has something to like draw back to because some people might not know that she made some of the songs that she made because they don't have uh, one place to to hold all that shit. So mm. I don't know, but it was it was I right. uh, Trippy Red dropped uh, Mansion Music. Um, what y'all think about that? Uh, I I, ha- I haven't gotten a chance to finish all of it. But there's a lot of songs on here that I fuck with. Heavy. Uh, I don't know if it's just me, but was this nigga sounding like Uzi on here? Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple tracks. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it was it was confusing me because I kept looking. I'm like, damn, he got an Uzi verse on this one too. And it's literally, it's it's this nigga. So it was throwing me off. But I, I think my favorites is I'm, I like Muscles. And uh, Van uh, Helsing was fire. Um, it was good. Trippy makes uh, good hype music. Mm. I wasn't mad at it. See, so did you check it up? No, honestly, I don't even listen to Trippy Red like that. Okay. Am I missing out? Or yeah, no. I, I think you. I think the project for you to go back and check out would be Pegasus. And my thing with this album was what it wasn't as fun as Pegasus was. Mm-hmm. Like Pegasus felt like very fun. All the music was high quality. Um, like it was some great songs on this one. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, and some crazy features. I don't know how he's getting all these features. Uh, but it what it didn't seem as fun as Pegasus did. Okay. Yeah, Lil Baby needs to go to hell for his first on Fully Loaded. Oh, that's super future. <laughs> yes. That yeah, nigga was just mumbling, bro. I don't know what the fuck that nigga was saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it for that album. Um Gloss Up also dropped an album. Um it was oh, okay. Sh- oh damn. I didn't even oh. I know that best friend dropped. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. I listened to it. It was a couple of joints on there. With her, I see more of a well-rounded artist than I see with uh, Glorilla. Like, Glorilla Ooh. can make hits, and she's great. Like, I'm not taking anything away from Glorilla. But for Gloss Up, like, li- listening through her projects, I saw more of a well-rounded artist that talked about a lot more. Like, she talked about kids and different shit going on in the city and shit like mm-hmm. that. And she also had a couple nice little tracks. Like, she got a Vezo track on her um, with her. And that might be Icewood Vezo's uh, best verse ever. Ever? Yeah. Shit. And I, I need a nickname to call that nigga Icewood Vezo. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying his whole fucking government name. No, I feel like, like you got it. With certain artists, you got to say the whole thing. Like, I feel like Icewood Vezo, you just got to say the whole. Yes. Like, you always say Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't just say Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but one thing she did, she missed the opportunity to kill that baby mama sample. She got a, a baby mama by three, six mafia sample on here. And I feel like she, she missed the opportunity to, to go crazy on that. Uh, any other projects that came out this year, this week? Um, we got the finesse two times, 90 days shopping, a slop remix. Hmm. Okay. Um, she, uh, she, she put out all, Almighty Soul too. 
Um, that came out. Did that drop? I thought it come on in April. Oh, it's on. Why is it on pre-sale? Oh, that's weird. Um, uh, All Star Jr. put out organized crime too. I've been hearing stuff about him on Twitter. Like, I guess that's like Twitter's new champion, like Troy Ev. So I might have (laughs) to check him out. Um, He got some shit though. Like he, um, he got MMA with Baby Tron. He got a a song with Icewear Vezo. He got a song with Babyface Ray. He got he he got singles. His singles usually are pretty decent. Uh, so I fuck with him. Yeah, if you like Baby Tron, check out uh fucking what's that nigga's name? Babyface, Babyface mm-hmm. E. That nigga's mm-hmm. called. It was spelled differently, but yes. Yeah, and like an X in there somewhere. Yeah, another Babyface. Yeah, it's Babyface E. So anytime I see Babyface like in the R and B genre, I just assume it's Babyface Ray. Yeah, that shit throws me off. <laughs> well, uh, what else you got? Um, I was trying to take a look. I don't see any other new What's albums. Um, I never listened to her shit. That uh, that OVO girl. Uh, is it OVO girl? Yeah. Uh, Naomi and I was gonna ask y'all this. I think this is the girl that uh Drake stole from. Oh, from dude. Yeah. Is is that her? That, that Naomi is her. Sharon? Yeah, that okay. is her. I was like. I, Okay, so he actually signed her? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he is a sick nigga. But she, just, <laughs> she dropped her uh, first single. I didn't listen to it. I want to know if y'all did. No, I didn't check it out, but I'm going to check it out after this. Yeah, because I'm nervous of getting into her music because of how she looks. Like, I don't I don't want those lust levels to get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some I just need to step away, man. <laughs> I know myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, Kendrick had a couple tracks from, I guess, his uh, Mr. Morale sessions leak. Um, and it's this one song called "Make Me Happy," bro. That's one of my favorite Kendrick songs in a while, bro. Damn. I don't know why that didn't make the album. Yeah, so if you uh, out. if you want to check it out, definitely. I, I got to be on YouTube or something. I downloaded it, but um. <laughs> It's called Make uh-huh. Me Happy. He did a he also did a song where he sampled a computer love. And I don't know what he was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's like nah bro. <laughs> that shit was nuts. Uh-huh. But uh yeah, that's that's it for music for me. This isn't music, but uh, can we I, I want Neil Long to stop running around with these doofuses. Oh that's my nine one one. I mean that's my nine eleven, bro. Fam. Which one? Finding out <laughs> Nia alone might be dating Omarion. <laughs> There's another. And then, was, and then she was that with Terrence J. <laughs> What's <Bro. laughs> worse? That heartbroken, <laughs> that heartbroken flower. It's easy to get. The Omarion was more nuts. Yeah, that nigga was just licking the watermelon. Yeah, you can't do that. That's uh, I don't like that. You know uh, how she moving, bro. She heartbroken, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could offer up my service. Neil Long so ba- goddamn bad still, bro. I don't know how how old is Neil Long, bro? Like 54? Yeah. Oh, 54? Man. man, see, that's that's what I like to see. 
Did y'all see Sugar Free um, serving up his seafood? Yeah, bro, <laughs> that nigga is tripping. <laughs> put some shit down, bro. Put put the like the water in a bowl or some shit. I, whatever you have to do. That steam was killing them little kids' faces. <laughs> I've never cried so hard. <laughs> When this nigga came up with the sausages, duh, <laughs> they was eating off of coupons. <laughs> the other table soggy as hell. Duh, yeah. I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, for people that don't know, sugar free. Yeah, I, I, I hope everybody knows who sugar free is. But he was uh doing a, a craft uh seafood boy for his <laughs> his kids, and he just poured the goddamn bowl <laughs> on the table. <laughs> Damn. With everything on it, <laughs> just like some paper on the table, like newspaper and shit on the table. Fam, what is he doing? Fam, oh my fam, god, fam! That little kid at the end, be fucking me up every time. <laughs> yeah, bro, he was wilding <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Sugar Free Man, legend. Uh, but yeah, anything else before we get into shout outs? Ooh, no, man. no. All right. Uh, who y'all got today? By the way, uh, uh, football. Yeah. Bills, Niners. Yeah, probably say the same. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go Bills, Cowboys. Oh, okay. You one of them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But let's get into shoutouts. Don't know what you got. Um. I'm going to shout out Tori Spelling, man. She uh, supported her friend Denise Richards on OnlyFans. She said she spent 402 days. She couldn't stop. She couldn't stop. She was addicted. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how you got to support your people. Where'd you get this news from? <laughs> I thought you off the internet. Reddit. Mm-hmm. I love Reddit, bro. That's I literally live on there now. It, I might have to take a. I might have to take a step back. That's, I don't know how you brilliant. navigate on there. Like people yeah. always say, you can find like OnlyFans on there, and I'm like, how? Oh, yeah. for that you gotta you gotta look for the certain communities that that have that. No, okay. What they call them communities? <laughs> but it's a, that's why I like Reddit because you can just like join stuff that you just want to see, like communities that you fuck with. What's your communities? Shit, I got a bunch. I got Future, uh, New Balance, Liverpool. <laughs> you in the fucking New Balance community? <laughs> Why are you in the Liverpool community? <laughs> uh, public freak out. It's just people just freaking out and just going crazy. That shit is great content. Uh, hey, No Jumper Reddit is amazing. <laughs> like, no Jumper might have the greatest... Dr- like, literally all their shows is just... Hosts beefing with each other all week, and it's amazing. What the fuck? It, 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 yeah, if y'all are not in tune with what happens at No Jumper, it's insane. So, do you get it's, alerts like to your phone, or do you, you get on there? It's like a forum, like back in the day when they had like the the Kanye forum and shit. It, it's it's like that. It's like posts. It's like people would just post, and I don't have no notifications uh, set up, but you just like log on and then you'll have like your homepage with all your different communities and it'll just be posts okay. of people just posting random shit. Yeah, because I use it, but I, I just use it for specific things. Like if I'm searching for something, I'll just search. I never like get on there and like have communities and shit. So I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. But, that, but that's all I had. Uh see what you got. Um, yeah, I don't know if I really got a shout out this week. Um 
Yeah, man. No shout out. Shout out to everybody who's still maintaining their dry January. Y'all in the hey. home stretch. You know what I'm saying? Or, or just or just, you know what I'm saying, doing something different for this first month of the year. Hopefully it brings you the changes that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh your bodies get right, your minds get right, all that type of shit. Stay focused. For sure, for sure. Uh I got a couple. Uh shout out to Flo Rider. <laughs> That nigga, oh, I, that nigga was blessed. Mm. He must have favor from God, cause he sued Celsius. He was looking for thirty thousand dollars in uh, reparations or whatever you want to call it. Come on, and, man. Reparations. Hey, he left with eighty-two million dollars, bro. That's that, insane. That ain't That's nothing insane. but God. That's that. No, you're not wrong. Cause thinking you just trying to get thirty thirty k, and you get eighty-two million. Dog, that's I don't know robbery. how you. Prepare, I don't know how you prepare your life like that. Duh. Oh, I would cr- bust out in tears, bro, on that court floor, drinking that Celsius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, I guess that they they uh, offered him like stock in Celsius, and they didn't, I guess, come through with it, and that's why because Celsius became so big that the stock matured and was worth way more than. Flow Rider thought so. Uh, yeah, shout out Flow Rider 82 million. That's crazy. Uh, shout out to Raven Simone, or should I say Simone Ye? She cleared up that we've been pronouncing her name wrong. It is actually Raven Simone Ye. So, I I, I think she's lying. (laughs) (laughs) What I I hate when people do that. You had all this time, you are 40 something. Yeah, who else tried to do that? Uh, they said we was it Tyrod Taylor. He said his Come name on. was actually Tyrod. Like nigga, nobody calling you that. <laughs> <laughs> Be happy with Jerry, nigga. Uh, uh, shout out to Maya Moore. And really not, but hey, I guess we oh, come on, her man. Respect. You hey, shout her out, man. Man, no, I don't respect <laughs> this at all. <laughs> she retired this this uh this week, man. Four time NBA champion, well, four time all uh, MVP. Well, what is she? No, she is she, a four time uh, WNBA champion. Okay, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I know she won MVP a few times. One of the greatest WNBA players to ever play. Uh, I don't know how she let this nigga trick her into. <laughs> Tricking away her career. This well, this story is just still very weird. Yeah, I, I just don't understand it, bro. Because she visited him in jail, like as a kid. If you my daughter, and you come back to me and tell me that some nigga got you retiring from the NBA, I'm going off. Man, that nigga came home. We did not. We haven't seen her since. Yeah, that's correct. Shout out to the uh, the creator of the D- uh, MLK Dino statue. Uh, oh, it's caused a lot man. of stat- uh, a lot, a lot of controversy this week. Do uh, not call it that. <laughs> what? Dino they statue. say it looked like a Dino. <laughs> <laughs> man, shout that's out. unfortunate. Hey, man, but shout out to that dude, man. He probably, probably put a whole bunch of effort into that yeah. shit, man. And <laughs> <laughs> just sitting on it. Hey, man, that's, that's art. Damn it, hey. you think you got a vision there, but like, all I see is this. <laughs> all I see is dick. <laughs> you, you spent all these hours and I just see dick. You a sicko. 
Please nobody chop that up either. Oh man, <laughs> we don't we don't want no unfortunate sound bites coming from that statement. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and the last shout out is to Tubi, man. Continue to entertain the hood, dog. Uh, mm. I swear we need to make a Tubi movie because some of the shit I've been seeing, we could definitely recreate that shit. Man, they've turned uh, Detroit into one like the movie capitals. Hey, shout out to <laughs> Detroit, the, the new Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, man. I just watched a movie this week. I watched Tagged. Put niggas on, man. Was it good? Honestly, yeah. I give it a three point five out of five. The, the The film quality was actually up there. It was not looking real janky. Um, all the music was basically Ice War Vezo songs. Oh, oh, hold on. He was, <laughs> he, was in, he was in it, so I'm assuming he he gave him the authorization to do that. Bro, <laughs> I saw one when it was a it was a woman coming down the stairs and the nigga shot twice and she bit her she bit her shoulders yeah. back twice and dodged him. I and was like, bro, with this a knife, is nuts. Yeah. Oh man! Hey, so people could just upload anything that they're working on directly to Tubi. I guess you got to still work through a channel, but it's. Uh, uh, I guess the quality control is a little bit less. Yeah, they make it easy. They try to make it easy, I guess, for people to upload their yeah films or whatever it is. Yeah. Independent oh, creators and stuff. That's great. I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh yeah, but that's all I have, man. Um, anything else before we get up out of here? Um, no, man. It's about to. I don't know. I don't know what else we got going on. What's what's next week? Next week is still January, so we're not in February yet. Yeah. Got All Star Game coming up, Valentine's Day. Get right for that, man. Super Bowl pockets. Um, Super Bowl. Trying to prepare for Valentine's Day is hard. I know you're gonna be in your bag, man. Don't get oh, yeah, say, yeah, it's gonna be different. Mm. Damn, V Day C's back. Yeah, you'll see. Hey, you'll admit it. Feel like the gears turning right now. <laughs> you know what? When you in relationship, you still have to ask your person to be your Valentine. No, man. Okay. What? <laughs> Donna was perturbed by that. <laughs> well, I would have thought the same, but I got a, a TikTok insinuating difference, so I just want to put that on your radar just in case. <laughs> you would have to ask me. I, I would gladly ignore Valentine's Day if that was an option. Mm. You know what I was thinking about? Like setting some shit up like this, like, uh, like. Uh, no, never mind. Right. <laughs> I immediately thought about it, and it, it, it's weird. So yeah, no. Everybody have a happy Valentine's Day yeah, out there. Shout out to, hey, have and spend it with your loved one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all listening, man. This is episode one eighty three, and long little boss, man. We out of here. Yes, sir.